Hey, you. Thanks for visiting me on this special night. I'm ready to give you a really great time. But first, a few ground rules. Just so you know, you're consenting to adult themes and language, so be advised. Besides, <laughs> I love it when you talk dirty. Your safe word is spoiler. And there may be many thrown out there tonight, so don't be scared. Well, if I'm being honest, I love it when I can feel the terror pulsing inside you. Last rule, the opinions and anything that's said tonight, it's just between you and me. We won't bring the real world into this. It doesn't reflect on anyone else. Does that sound like fun to you? If so, give me your hand and I'll be your guide. Here, I won't even make the strap on your wrist that tight. Trust me, it's Valentine's Day. So just lie back and I'll make you forget everything. Enjoy the ride. Good evening, my lovely, beautiful, gorgeous friends, and welcome to a very special episode of Dub Talk, the podcast where a group of heroines get together and talk about the latest in English anime dubs. Tonight, it's Valentine's Day, the one day of the year where I open up the cage doors in the dungeon and invite my best beloved to join me in the depths of Otome Hell to celebrate the fact that, well... <laughs> If it's not romantic, it might as well be weird. Just like last year, Stephanie, Megan, and Noah are here unchained. And we will be reviewing the dub of my personal worst reverse harem ever, Amnesia, the 2013 series that was licensed and dubbed by Sentai Filmworks in 2014. To be fair. I never belonged in the cage for this one because I have seen this show before. <laughs> I am good. Like, I don't mind I don't know if much. you can Lila, hear me. That's even worse. That means that you have seen this show twice as many times as the rest of us. So? Your point? I don't know if you can hear me or if you even care. <laughs> I don't know if you would listen to an otaku's prayer. <laughs> yes, I know I'm just a Fujo. And I forgot the rest of the words to this song. <laughs> God damn it. But I'm gonna keep it going till we get a strike. God help the <laughs> subject to oh, All right. This anime has Jesus, I'd like to say that the, these chains are very high quality. I'm very impressed that you know your chains very well. No, no, no. See, Aren't they? I got them just for you guys. See, the difference between last year and this year is the fact that I've seen Amnesia. Last year, I didn't see Brothers The difference between last year and this year was last year we actually reviewed a half-decent anime. Even that if it did true. involve... <laughs> even if it did, it did involve the wet dreams of everybody in the state of Alabama. <laughs> <sighs> Roses are well, red, I, violets are blue. My name is Megan, and I have a chocolate salty surprise for you. And I've got a parfait for all of you. And I've drugged them, too. All right, let's get this started. <laughs> all right. Wrong boy. Well, he doesn't cook wait. that one. 
No, no, no. We wait. I'm disappointed. David Wall's not involved in this. <laughs> I know, <Damn> right? <laughs> I wow. Okay. Now I'm just imagining it, and I'm like, fuck, what a fucking missed opportunity. By the way, that can the there. title card to this just not be like an actual amnesia title card, but that screen cap from Token Rambu season two of Matt Shipman's character with the giant, like, no. Saki tray, like, no. Chucking it back. That's my look. I'm trying to be romantic. You've already fucked my phone sex voice. <laughs> now I'm never gonna get work. Jesus Christ. Can you, before we get too look, far, can you tell us what the show is about, please? I definitely can. Because we forgot. So Amnesia. Yeah, I thought you might have. Amnesia is based on the game Amnesia Memories, no brought shit. to you by the same <laughs> Shut up. fine people who introduced us to Brothers Conflict and Diabolic Lovers, both favorites of the podcast and fans, I'm sure. But Amnesia came before all of them. Make your jokes. And it's the one I'm sure most of us would like to forget. For those of you who haven't played the game or seen the anime, here's a quick rundown of the plots from what I can remember. Mm. Our main female protagonist, who is so important, she doesn't even get a Her name. Her name is Snossage Seriously. Now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? Her Let name her is Snossage. Let Gigi finish. Why did you name her Snossage? What? Please let Gigi finish her summary. Yes, Mom. Please. What? Please. Yes, Seriously, her listed name is not Snossage. Fuck, <laughs> I can't even say it. But heroine wakes up on August 1st and has no idea where she is, what her surroundings are, what is going on, or even who she is. I keep saying sausage. <laughs> you let Megan get it. your head, Gigi. You fucking Christ. She is greeted by a spirit named Orion who tells her that he somehow oh, collided God. with her soul and is now stuck in her subconscious in order for <laughs> the heroine to get him out of her head. Literally, she has to regain her memories and return to her normal life. However, there are four boys dressed in dominatrix gear who you can tell apart by dominant color <laughs> other than black and playing card suit who all seem to have a place in her life and her heart. But which boy belongs in her true reality? But which one belongs help in her our snossage gain her memories back? Stop it! And will she, will she live long enough to retrieve them? Let's find out before we all get amnesia and forget this anime adaptation ever exists. I know pictures of snossage no, Chan. To. It's too late for that. I've already gotten out. For all you people watching right there, you may remember last year for our Valentine's episode, I got schnockered up on uh, chocolate rum. This time, I've got something even better. I have made up a homemade white Russian made with one part vodka, one part Kahlua, and two parts cream on ice, and I have doubled the dosage for extra flavor. Now, now here's say, the I thing, though. I thought one though. dose was Victor's cup. <laughs> <gasps> Ouch. No, no, no. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> After in No, here's the thing. After incidences happened last time when someone got really drunk off of stuff, we did institute a no drinking rule. However, thanks Sneebs. We're <laughs> Don't throw him under the bus. But <laughs> but this is only a one time thing, so long as nobody loses their goddamn control in their minds, Noah. Meg, Meg, Lilac, Lilac, or whatever your name is. I have never <laughs> been so drunk as to, you know, make up any problems that needed to be edited out. Come on you, you, now. You want, you want to talk on. about the Animated Brothers did. conflict last year? 
And how you go, were just I loved when I got that text an hour after we had wrapped, and it was just a video of Noah. And I was like, should I play this? <laughs> Are you sending If you watch this video, you must get drunk in seven days. Gigi, Gigi, I am insulted that you would think that I would send you that. I mean, you wouldn't be the first. I am a classier individual than that. I'm pretty sure Gigi saw that, she would want to have amnesia. You were also drunk at the time. You were also drunk at the time. Excuse me, I was fucking sober last year. No, I meant Noah. I meant Noah was drunk at the time, not you. I am also the only one, and this goes for the show too, who happens to have actually gotten married. So, you know what? Classierness, okay? We get classiness up I'm in this house. So bragging. You were drunk. Listen, y'all can fucking drink, and you can drink with your fucking wife, and I'm going to be here on Valentine's Day probably swiping on Tinder. <laughs> my so Valentine's Day is how my pathetic my To be fair, is. hey, hey, to be fair, I'm spending my life, my Valentine's Day with three <laughs> losers who have worse prospects than all of us. Fair enough. Who? <laughs> Andrew Roots and Jet. Are you, are you recording? <laughs> I didn't want you to actually name them. <laughs> they already know we're making fun of ourselves in that episode. Oh, God. All right. You so can cut out right, Roots and Jet's name, but you can keep Andrew. <laughs> speaking speaking of people who have worse prospects than us, um, didn't some people with worse prospects go and make a dub for this series, Gigi? Thank you. They definitely. They definitely did. Um, because this came out in 2014, we're not going to do predictions, except for the fact that I'm going to talk about David Wald later, because now that somebody said that, it's a fucking missed opportunity. <laughs> Every um, dub that involves somebody getting roofied without David Wald is a missed opportunity. In GG <laughs> it really is. Anytime what's that? there's something what's that involves that, a lock and shackles and David Wald is not involved, <sighs> my life kind of hurts. What's no, that, no, no, no. Timmy? No, I have Snoss to ask this question. just got herself roofied. <laughs> no, no, no. I have to ask the question because I don't know if this finally happened. Is David Wald somewhere in your voice actor reverse harem now? Yes, he is at number um, oh, seven. Yeah, okay. we confirmed that back fulfilling, in the school live episode. Fulfilling the daddy king. No, no, no. At the, during the school live episode, <laughs> he, he was in the harem, just didn't have a place yet. Justin Pate has now been demoted. Aww. He is on the wait list. He's on the wait and list. And David, oh David Wald has taken his place at number seven. Okay. I'm sorry. You've been voted off I the harem. I just didn't know he had any place. Okay, we've been dragging the interon for too fucking long. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about our, our um, the wonderful people who were selected to direct and write this oh. shit show. I mean, this show. And by oh selected, um, we, of course, mean dragged and locked in the booth. Hey, they got a paycheck, so they really can't complain. My guess is that when um, they walk at somewhere in like Sentai Filmworks, they're all sitting there looking at it, going, "Nose goes." <laughs> I bet they didn't even like remember that they did this show. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> how many amnesia puns can I make in one episode? A lot. Not enough. So the the director <laughs> for this lovely Otome adaptation is one of two who directed everything at Sentai during this period. It's not Christopher Ayers, so it must be Kyle, Kyle Colby Jones. Jones. Dun, dun, dun. And our writer is also Kyle Colby Jones, along with Mr. George Maley. Mally? I don't Mane. know. Maley. Molly. All right. <laughs> not Molly. Ma I heard the Motley crew with my vampire hearing. <laughs> God damn it. So if you have not seen a show that KCJ, Mr. Kyle Colby-Jones, has directed, he has directed <laughs> Going Back in the Day, Air, 
He's directed Himoto Umaru-chan and Don Machi, Is It Wrong to Pick Up a Girl in a Dungeon? Yes. Since it's Valentine's Day is the only time I will say no. no. <laughs> um, as yes. for our writing team, uh, George has written uh, episodes of Dramatical Murder. Oh, that explains a lot. Explains Somehow it explains a lot. A lot. <laughs> Food Wars and another Otome adaptation, Hakuoki. Okay. And KCJ has written Chihaya Furu, Food Wars, and Monster Moose. Uh, also, explains me. a few things. Fuck that. Well, to be fair, he he's got at least a partial writing credit in almost everything that's come out in the last four years. Yeah, I just picked whatever I felt like picking off the list. I mean, this could be so, the Kyle uh, Kobe Jones episode if we really wanted it to be. Just everybody is just everybody is like everybody's played by Kyle Kobe Jones, even the girls. <laughs> Oh my god. Yes, yes. This, that may have been a better that's choice. That's my predictions. Heroin, oh. played by Kyle Kobe Jones. Uh, Excuse me. Sawa, played by Kyle Kobe Jones. Uh, pink haired girl, played by Kyle Kobe Excuse Jones. Excuse me. You just called her name wrong. Her name is Snossage. <laughs> anyway. Can you, okay, okay. So before we talk about directing, can you please tell everybody why you named her fucking Snossage? <laughs> because. First of all, one, when I picked, it was the first thing that popped into my head was I just thought of like, I don't know, sausage sounds really good. And, and what then, does that say about your head? I don't know. <laughs> Mostly my head is like anime bullshit, shit posting and hockey and dogs. And and sausages are dog uh, treats. They are. I didn't know they were a thing. They yes, are legit Stephen, a thing. Steph thought I was making up the word. I, I, yeah, I did. <laughs> like, no, no, no I know what I'm like, Oh my god. I mean, I mean, I this girl's got. The- I mean, this girl has the agency of a snossage. All she's there <laughs> to do is be a treat for these horny, horny boys. And I mean, was I mean, okay. I mean, oh. like, what else are we gonna call her, Brett? Let's call her Begging Strips. No, Begging Strips are awful. Her name is Snossage. If you get it wrong, I will kick you in your tiny Smurf balls. <laughs> Every time you don't call her Snossage, you have to drink. Yes. So I can drink to uh, that. <laughs> who no, wants to be the sacrificial me. lamb to talk about? All right. Megan's like, I got this. Stuff fucking sucks. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of Snossages. Oh, Jesus Christ. I think at one point I asked in our group chat, it's good to see Sentai Filmworks giving, uh, being so diverse with their casting. I never knew they casted trees with how stiff some of these performances were. <laughs> I was wondering this what you meant bad. by that. Like, I was hoping that was a typo. No, I was being dead serious. No, Megan does not make typos that easily. Yes, I no. do. Have you seen me type? I can't fucking spell. I've got a Florida education. <laughs> and I also can't do math that well. I say this with so, as somebody with a bachelor's degree in humanities, an English-based major. No, but, like, this is bad. Like, I get that this show is not God's shining example to the anime community. <laughs> I mean, not everything can be dramatical murder. Um, to which, that had a better dub than this fucking did. I'm no. actually yes, it did. No. Yes, it did. Fucking no, fight me, it fucking did. At oh, least here, here. in that show, they could, it was consistently awful. Like, they forget characters' names in this. There are bad writing. Yep. There no, are, no, like, no, no. But you have your fucking cheap-ass Seth Rogen over here. You know what? I would take cheap-ass Seth Rogen over some of the bullshit in this show. No, I'm good. Like, like, like there are points like, where you. I'm like, 
You half of you are good actors. What happened here? <laughs> There's a lot of like bad writing errors. There are they called Toma tomorrow at one point. I didn't even catch they that. They did. I didn't like, either. Okay, it's when they're playing air hockey and Sawa is like introducing the teams and she's like, it's Shin and Tomo. And I was like, are you fucking Wait, kidding me oh, right yeah, now? Yeah, I, I, I rewatched the show. Yes, there are. There are mistranslations. There are times when I'm watching this where the people who are acting this show come off as so disinterested in what they're doing. And I'm like, look, mm -hmm. at, 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 like, and I said this about Monster Musume too, which is another dub that I have like a lot of problems with beyond the show itself being a garbage sexist trash pile. Um, like there are times in the show where it's just like, I did not believe any of these guys wanted to like, fuck me. And that's- You a, sound like me. And that's a problem. <laughs> I'm learning from the best. Isn't that a best. good thing, Megan? Yay. No, not when, okay, no, not when you're watching a reverse Listen. harem. When you're watching yeah. a reverse harem, you believably want, as a girl, you're supposed to yes. stick yourself in Snossage's shoes. Yeah, uh, that's, it's true. That's why she doesn't have a real name. <laughs> that's why she doesn't have a real name. That's why, like, if I played the game myself, I would nickname myself fucking Snossage Chan. <laughs> No, 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 no. This is the reason why I think Diabok Lovers is already better than Amnesia because their main character has a fucking name. Everything's better. Right? Everything's better than Amnesia. Fucking like. No, oh, not everything. Not that's everything. a heart. Okay, no, that's true. That's true. Not I mean, everything. like, it, it I don't know. Fucking Final Fantasy VII exists. <laughs> um, um, I, 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 I'm not even sorry, Hardy. Um. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just, this is not a good dub. Like, I don't care what anyone says. Like, the fact that they, one, decided to dub this stupid ass show in the first place. <laughs> like, there are, like, I believe, I'm a proponent that everything, most things should be dubbed. But there are some things that deserve to be locked down at the bottom of the well and never come out into the light of God day. It. It'll just reincarnate Listen, and come back anyway. Stop talking about me. I love you, Gigi. I would never push you down the well. <laughs> but it comes down to the golden Yet. rule of dubbing. If you're going to make a dub and you're not going to make it a good dub, at the very least, make it an interestingly bad dub because nothing is worse for you, our ears like, than a totally blasé dub. That is the worst thing you can yeah, possibly I mean, make. Like, he, like, right. Just pull a Dave Trosco. I mean, here's the other thing, too, you got to think about. Like, you, you got to consider that there are shows that we've obviously seen and we've talked about before where the show is bad but the dub is still good and then they don't have to like gag dub or anything like that first love monster perfect example of a show that got a i haven't seen first love monster first of all and you're all the better for it thank oh, you that's <sighs> but that'll be I next valentine's episode <laughs> no we're not doing it that. again we no. do it again no no but my my point is is like right they don't it, it could be a bad show but I guess we'll segue into how I feel about it, actually. I didn't mind the dub at all, honestly. I didn't really pick up on many writing problems or directing or casting or performance issues. I actually, for me, who has seen the show before, compared to Megan and Noah, I actually think the dub makes the show more itself more tolerable. It's one of those cases where it's like, the show is bad. The mm. show is very bad. It starts out decent, and then you get to a point where it's like, shit just hits the fan. And, like, when I... That's when the good part Here's starts. the thing. I watched this show, like, when it first came out, simulcasting-wise, like, f what, four years ago now? 2013. Five years so, ago yep. Five now? years ago. Five years ago. And I wasn't 
obviously a lot can happen in five years. And um, when I first started watching the show back then, I was like, starting out, I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty good. I'm not, I, I like it. It's not too bad. And then when that shit hits the fan, I'm like, okay, this is terrible. But now, now I'm just like, this is actually funny as all fuck. <laughs> like, because I've hung out with Gigi too fucking long, I think. But... You tainted <laughs> another one, Gigi. I'm still safe. My my ultimate harem is literally like 50 swords <laughs> turned into pot dudes. No, but the point I'm getting across is because I've seen the show before, mm-hmm. obviously I've seen the Japanese, Gigi can also agree with me. I know she can. The Japanese is terrible. Oh god, Awful. no! I wouldn't have ever finished this show if I had to watch it in Japanese. Yeah, and, like, I was I on don't the... mind watching subs. I was on but, the like... phone with Megan like maybe a half hour before we started. Recording when I was the still sober. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, I probably would have like killed. I would have probably murdered everything if I watched the Japanese." Like, yeah, I would have just stopped watching. Yeah, you would have been done. Like, like I watched almost every episode of Dramatical Murder in Japanese. Yeah. And, like, that is arguably a worse anime in terms of, like, production value yes. and stuff. Oh, definitely. But I would still rather watch that dub than it, watch this again. It, it was I wouldn't entertaining. say that much. I wouldn't go that far, because Dramatical Mo- Murder was boring as all fuck. <laughs> Dramatical me. Murder was boring. It was, it was, but I it couldn't at least even get past nice... episode two because it was so boring. I somehow got through it because we it's had you're weak. Episode. No, it was but because if you don't have a... <laughs> Well, Gigi, we kind of talked about this during the I Know Kasabi episode and that you're not really a cyberpunk fan, are you? No. Exactly. So, Dramatical Murder had a lot of that going. So, I'm like, okay, I don't care at all about the characters in Dramatical Murder, but I'm into the sort of cyberpunk future, let's get raped by the dog sort of mentality <laughs> they got going on here. Okay, first of all, wow. one, you do not get raped by the dog. Wow. Okay, fine, fine, whatever. Greg no, Ayers' dog likes to blow you, Greg growly was noises. Not the dog, the... first of all. That was first David all, Wald. Wald. First of all. Wait a minute, what? Yes. Yes. I know, I, I got confused. Excuse I me, there's right. an anime where David Wald makes blowjob okay, noises? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, look. Gigi, I thought it was look. David Matranga blowjob noises. Th- that is okay, correct. First, okay, no, look. The robot does. No, 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 no. David, David Matranga blows you, but David Wald eats you out. This is getting way off track. Wow, happy Valentine's Day to me. Okay. <laughs> no, no, so... no, 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 no. But because we keep going off track, my thoughts here. I... I actually didn't have much issues with the dub in general, honestly. I thought the direction was... To be fair, it's not the best thing that Kyle Kobe Jones has directed. <laughs> to be fair. Um, but it's also not the worst thing I think he's directed. Even... I don't think... I don't think I really? run into... A, I don't think I run into a show where I can deem it the worst thing he's directed, but this might come close to it. I, I can say this is the worst that I've heard... From him so far that I've heard. But, but my thing is, is like... As someone who's previously watched the show, and I know what I get myself, like what I'm getting myself back into when I rewatch it, mm-hmm. the dub made it more tolerable for me. Where there's some issues with writing, yeah, I mean, let's talk about Milady. Um, <laughs> but Milady, that's more of a directing thing than a writing thing, I think. Well, it, it could. be I think both. it was supposed to be a joke, and it didn't work, it right? Did, yeah. because of the way it was directed. No, because probably the way it was written. Could be both. Could be both. I can. I can literally see it being written out as like because she says it's not even like milady. She's like milady or something. Something like that. But she tries to don an accent for it. Yeah, that's for, that's what's the reason. Why? Yeah. Because she is. But because she's British, obviously. No, she's not. But but I would think she's Polish. 
Jesus Christ. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, but... That's going in the next highlight reel. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway. Um, to me, the dub is tolerable, but probably more only because... The dub... I... I like the show a bit more because of the dub it's one of those situations for me but probably only because i have seen the show before so again right. i know what i'm getting myself into i have seen it. i know what goes on in the damn thing right so it, and it's I, fine with me honestly and i'm like sort of in the same camp because i have seen the show before and the show in japanese is hot fucking garbage Whatever year I watched it in, it was my worst anime of the year. And it will remain to be my worst reverse harem slash otome adaptation I have ever seen. Oh, I can agree because with that it, too. <laughs> it is just god awful in the way and its pacing and the way that the episodes are structured. Like there's nothing good about the anime as a as a whole other than there are hot guys in it and sometimes stupid shit happens, which makes my life. Right. Um but about the directing and the writing i mean there are so many errors in this like just as someone who has played the game and who has seen it before just getting the names wrong i mean come on you can totally reshoot that you can totally do it um they call the big guy at the end of the anime they call him neil now granted that was at first a crunchy roll error in the subtitles when they called the big god guy neil it's not neil it's something else it's it sounds Nicole. like the dude from one direction's name Nile? but it's not neil nile maybe Let me look that up. i don't want to mispronounce it and make it even worse no um, no calling... the one direction kid is nile Okay, so calling Toma Tomo, I mean, you can fix that. Um, the lip flaps in this. I did notice the that. Way, the, the way the words moments. match were was very poor. Um, nobody knows what the fuck Kent's name is. Kento, Kembo. <laughs> he, Kento, Kenta, Kent. Nobody knows what his name is because everybody calls Kimbo him something Flight. different. Um, I don't think in the casting that there were was a lot of chemistry between the characters like the casting for 70 percent of it i don't know where it came from and it just it didn't work for me there's just a lack of emotion in the performances very strange choices um and as for the writing it was just so boring they could have done so much more they could have trashed this like more <laughs> blood they could have trashed it like more blood now granted this was made before. three years before and I don't know if Sentai was maybe willing to take a chance on a dub like that, but they could have gag dubbed it like ghost stories. <laughs> and I would have been okay with that. Like it was just so close to the original Japanese and so boring because the show is boring and it's also very complicated and hard to figure out if you've never played the game and have no idea what's going on. And all of a sudden like shit's not making sense. And that doesn't even follow the story of the fucking so, game. So basically kind of what you're saying, it's a faithful adaptation, but because the show itself is kind of boring to begin with, it makes it kind of makes the dub suffer a bit. Exactly. Like I just I think that it could they could have had more fun with it. Yeah. And to be fair, on the Blu-ray there is a special feature called Lost Diary Entries, which is basically Snossage saying fake entries in her diary and one of them is like today i had a sleepover with sawa and it was so much fun we ran around in our underwear and there was a pillow fight with feathers <laughs> flying everywhere and all of a sudden we got a little close and then 
oh, oops, my popcorn went off. I'll have to finish this later. Like it was just, it was hysterical. Nice. And I don't know if she, I don't know if she wrote that or if they wrote that. I would rather and then, her have gotten together with Sawa. Honestly, I know, that'd right? Be great. Honestly. And like Shin even comes in at some points, and Shin is funny in it. So I'm just like, I think maybe if they would have taken that chance and done something. Yeah more it would have been it could have been great for a shithole anime but all of the the bad things that i said about it either me playing the game or me watching the dub still made the second time around watching this more tolerable yeah. than the first time yeah. which was complete and utter utter awfulness um and i don't know do we think it's so it's in the territory of it's so bad it's funny or no. it's so bad it's good noah what no. do you think the show itself is does uh, occasionally drop into the realms of so bad that it's hysterical but the dub okay, itself yeah. does not get that uh aside from like maybe a few instances where like milady or um i think uh the uh the route where uh waka the boss character gets incredibly gay for some reason okay like, i had problems I did with not that. understand that that, well, well the idea is that, that if we'll I'm not mistaken, he like has a different personality while in each arc, and I'm assuming that's how he was in the game too. Yes, we'll get to him in a couple. Yeah, of we'll minutes. get to him in a bit. So, but basically, the this whole dub uh, was made in that period of time where Sentai was downplaying their dubbing work. They weren't mm -hmm. dubbing yeah. a lot of stuff, and they weren't like having a lot of big push uh, promotions for what they were putting out. I'm glad they didn't do a, a gag dub for this because. Um, there is not a whole lot of anime adaptations of Otome games that gets licensed over here. At least there wasn't back in 2013, 2014 when yeah. the show first came out. Like, all the shows that have been adapted, we have probably already covered on this podcast itself. A lot, yeah. Versus, mm -hmm. yeah, versus the one shit Quillian uh, key ad uh, visual novel adaptations, which there are a lot of out there. So I'm glad that they actually went with, uh, like, tr they tried to make it dramatical. They tried to make it... Uh, they tried to take it seriously, but yeah, they had no passion for this at all. And in every character's line, I'm not gonna write. I'm not gonna chalk it up to the writing. Like I know you guys say that the writing's not good. The writing is just fine because most of the dialogue in this is characters spouting exposition to the main character, which is in turn supposed to be exposition for us, the viewers, to understand what is going on in the story of the background of the whole thing. Right. It all comes down to the direction. All of these characters, all these actors were given okay writing material, but they had no passion for it. It's like it's like you said, Megan, I, as the you know straight hetero male person out here, did not feel like they were trying to swoon. And, you know, they, they weren't trying to Woo. get my blood going or anything. They weren't trying to crank my motor. Here's, here's my thing, though. What it comes down to at the end of the day is the show itself. Because they were trying to make a straight adaptation of... For a dub of this show, the dub suffered because of it. Like you can, you can say it's the writing, you could say it's directing and the performances, and they don't put passion into it. However, mm -hmm. if we take into consideration the kind of show this is, how mm -hmm. this show was executed in Japan, and let's because we were talking about Japan a few minutes ago, we don't know what restrictions Sentai was put under when they got yes. this well, show. Even there are plenty of, but we've talked before about okay series, like even bad, actively bad series that got good performances. Because, and I think we, um, I don't remember who talked about this, but it was someone at A-Fest who was leading a panel said, mm -hmm. every series we dub, even if it's the worst series out there, is going to be at least Megan one Shipman. person's favorite series. 
Was that Megan Chipman? Yeah. This show, somewhere out there in the vast wilderness of Wyoming or something, <laughs> considers Amnesia to be their favorite anime that has ever been created. Yeah. And that one person still deserves the same effort of, you know, consistent quality and emotional, I don't know, as well as like, uh, emotional well then dramatic well then let's go let's go along that similar vein then if you think that they didn't put passion behind these, these performances what about that person in wyoming maybe they think that this dub is phenomenal to them and they put a lot of passion in the roles well they're an idiot then <laughs> no Holy you're just shit, no 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 you're just, no, you may hate this dub. It's the same idea as when you were talking to Megan Shipman about Pandora. You may dislike the dub. Somebody else is going to love the ever-loving shit out of it. That's what makes a podcast like this, where we all have varied opinions, yeah. so important yeah. to be put on the internet. Yes. And you know what else is important? <laughs> Us giving on. our opinions about the actual characters. Moving on. So right. Good let's, job. Let's, let's, let's gossip, girls. Let's talk about Let's Sawa and Mine, who are oh, uh, God, snoff- not Mine. <laughs> Fuck Mine, who are snoff- <laughs> who are sausages' best friends, Mine and I use that wrong. term loosely. Okay, so uh, Sawa is the one who wears the checkerboard print and the green belt and has a ponytail, and Mine is I like to refer to as a little pink-haired bitch. So, because I mean, she is a bitch, let's be fair. In, she one time, is a bitch. in one time, she's like, You broke up with Iki? Can I go date him now? Ho. Right? And then, bitch, fucking ass I him out. What a stupid bitch. Like, that was, she had one of those lines, one of those little deliveries that was actually so bad it was good. She was like, Haha, thanks. Yeah, well, let me tell honestly. you who plays them before we start to talk about yes. their performances. Okay, yes, so, Sawa is played by Allison Sumrall. Oh, good and Jesus. Mine is played by Molly Searcy. So, Allison Sumrall has played, okay, I'm probably saying this wrong because I didn't watch the show. Is it Mila from Monster Moose? Mia Snake Ho. Oh, God. Is that that's who it right. is? Okay. Yeah. She played uh, Miki in Say I Love You, and this will come up later. She played Rachel's mom in Red Garden. Remember that, kids. Oh. Okay. Okay. And uh, I think, Ma- Gigi, I think you and I are like the only two people who have actually seen Red Garden. Excuse you. I've seen part of it. I just haven't finished it. What's yet. a Red Garden? Is it what happens I between your it. legs when you have your period? Whoa. I was just going to say it's code for fucking period. And uh, Molly Searcy has played uh, Centurea in Monster Musume. <laughs> Queen in No Game No Life and Machi Ando in When Supernatural Battles Become Commonplace. So I have really never heard any of these people except for Say I Love You and I can't remember her performance in that. Um, but this, I just, why? <laughs> why, God? <laughs> Because we because needed you at least one. At night. Up, <laughs> you could. needed at least one more hot dog in this sausage. All right, can. You could. <laughs> you could if you wanted some Valley Girls. You could have called me Sentai. Shit. <laughs> I think um, Jamal just called Noah a lady. Whoa. So like Sawa, why, why she called Tomatomo? Why, 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 why? I kind of almost feel that her voice is too old. But however, she's not as stereotypical as Mine. And then Mine, that little pink haired bitch, gets worse and worse as a valley girl as she goes on. I'm sorry, she actually does. 
And, and I actually it starts didn't mind out, Molly and Monster Musume either, which is sad. Like, it started off tolerable. It started off tolerable. By the time they got to the air hockey match in episode two, I was like, okay, this is getting kind of wonky. She said That's something. how long it took. Well, yeah. And then by the time, like, yeah. she starts macking on Iki, I'm like, bitch, <laughs> stop. To, to, <laughs> Number be, one. to be fair to Molly's credit, she's done better after that. <laughs> Has she? Okay, good. Because yes. I to was be just fair, like, are you sure about that? Like, I'm sure. I like, I think there is a turning point in the anime where, like, they just decided, "Fuck it, we're doing it live. Let's just go <laughs> full out share Horowitz from Clueless." Pretty much. Like, let's just be Stacy Dash and call it a day. And I was just like. <laughs> Why does this happen all the time? Oh, and at, then, one like, point, are... at one point in her session, she came like 15 minutes late with Starbucks and a little chihuahua in her purse. Oh, my God. Exactly. Like, really? I was just like, I, and I know that there are other characters in this anime who do Mine times 20. And those are the Heathers who have no eyes and are supposed to do that on purpose. But I was She's like, if you want to. Yes, that's what their did. names that's are. That's what they're called. They are the Heathers. It's Heather 1, Heather 2, and Heather 3. It's in the credits. That, I was going to say, that's not just a reference to an obscure movie. That is actually what they're credited Legit. as. Yeah, the they're, you mean they're credited an, as an the obscure Heathers. movie that they're, going, that they're currently making a shitty remake of? We're talking about the different bad media here, Megan. We'll talk about that one never. <laughs> but I was, just, I, just like, I was just like, why? So like maybe they did it on purpose. I'm hoping. Molly, did you do it on purpose? Please say yes. Probably like, did. I, I'm going to say that yeah, I'm going to say Molly did it on yeah. purpose because she was told to do so. Because one thing that you have... Okay, we'll talk about the heroine when we get to her. But <laughs> you had to Take have- a shot! Drink. Oh, oh, right, right. No, no, I wasn't talking about uh, Snossage. I was talking about the actual drug. But no! if you insist... Oh, okay. <laughs> I just you like- could say these boys all have a heroin addiction. Oh, God. <laughs> Shut the fuck take up another, Take another shot for that. Um, I'm almost out of vodka. Okay, I'm no, but so, seriously. I'm so critical uh, of Valley Girl accents because I know I have one, and it's very hard for me to get rid of it. So Now, did you watch... Now, Gigi, you watched the dub of uh, My First Girlfriend is a Gap, Of right? course, and Jamie Markey is queen of Valley Girl accents, and she should do them all the time. Yes, she was. I agree. And she was also the focal point of that series. Um, I didn't really get much of a rage over either Molly or Allison's performances in this because they are so not important to the overall plot. Like, this is a 12-episode series where it jumps plot lines every two or three episodes to focus on a different lead male character. The girls are so incidental to the background information that they could practically be painted with no eyes and no face. That's Like the Heathers! I'm, I mean, I almost didn't want to talk about them, but then once that bitch said Tomo, I was like, no, I have to say something. <laughs> no, no, can I say something? That was... What? Yeah. After doing, after the, um, Monster Musume incident, we'll call it. Oh, God. Where I still want to kick Andrew and his tiny, tiny balls. They were bad! Stop harping. Like, I don't, why would they make this poor girl in this with the pink hair do a valley girl accent? Like, why would you do that? There is nothing in the show denoting that she is, like, from, like, having a, a Kansai dialect or something. Like, fuck she you, just seems why. like a normal girl who rolled out of her Hot Topic one afternoon to come work <laughs> at this cafe of other Hot Topic rejects. And then the lesbian with the ponytail and two belts, who's, like, a minor version of Kento's belt 27 belt fetish. Um, like, 
They were bad. And I know that these two actors, well, okay, aren't arguably for Pinky. Um, I, I, I'm not sold on her in the two shows that I've watched her in. I do not like her in. And Allison Sumerall is okay to me. Um, they, like, literally, you could have just had them have, like, two just normal background girl voices. Like, they were both just very jarring. They, here's my thing. They were jarring, and in the t- case of Mine, it got obnoxious. I'm not gonna lie. But I actually do like Allison Summerall as Sua. I'm not gonna lie. You mean like, Sawa Tomo? Sawa. No. No, here's the thing. Because really, Sawa and Mine are part of the exposition dump that you get at points in time. And Sawa, at least in Sawa's case and Allison Summerall's, performance you can tell that sala is actually a r- pretty good friend to um the heroine so <laughs> drink nah that's for no one not me <laughs> i am going for to call everyone. her the heroine all i fucking please i don't care about snow she here. gets testy when We're she drunk anymore i i'm not drunk at all actually <laughs> and i'm on my second can of this oh but honestly i I didn't mind Allison's performance as Sawa at all, honestly. I think it was mm-hmm. good. It was a good friend counterpart for the heroine, and she is also... Take no! a shot! She's also... Her main role is not just as the best friend, but as exposition dump, and she does pretty well with that. It's Mine that I have a problem with, because... Similar to Gigi, it was fine at first, and then just started getting a little too much. Got a little too much, and to the point where it was obnoxious. But to be fair, that obnoxious valley girl bitchy personality of hers did make me want to smack her when she was going after Iki. Right. To be fair. She broke bitch code. You were happy when she was when she ran out of there crying. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like she was stepping she all cr- over the heroine's territory. Like this is my boyfriend. Like why you do this? She she broke exactly. the whole right. And like the performance that Molly gave at that point in time made me like, okay, I believe this bitch. She's going after this guy that this girl is seeing. Like I believe it. There are parts where I believe Molly's performance. It's just unfortunately. There are parts of the performance that got obnoxious. <laughs> That's the downside. Now, what about the? Now, what about the part where uh, she's having like her more heartfelt confession later, and she says like, "I've gotten over it." Like that part there. Did that sound less um, obnoxious to you guys? No. Eh. It was about the same, honestly. And it, there were parts of that scene where I almost didn't believe her. Which, to be fair. If, mm, if that's a major acting well, crime. Well, no, it's not that. It's like considering the character, I wouldn't be surprised if she attempted to go back after Iki again. To be fair. Well, in that universe, everybody was thirsty for Iki because of his special in, brand. In every universe, everyone is thirsty for Iki. There is no they should in this be. universe. Noah is thirsty for Iki. <laughs> he is. Me and Noah gonna <laughs> fight say- over Iki later. Oh no. Noah, do you have anything to say about Mine and Sal uh, before we move to the next? Only that Allison d- did a good job. She was not obnoxious at all. She had a nice motherly voice with a bit of an energetic warble in her voice. Um, I will always remember her as the character with the killer robot eyes because everybody's got these weird, like, cyborg-shaped really eyes that, like, 
looks like they're gonna kill us, but that's not that's not Allison's fault. And Molly did perfectly fine in the Valley Girl voice. I don't I didn't mind it at all. Like it, there was no level of obnoxiousness that she could get to that could really bug me because she's not really that important except for one arc and only for about yeah. five minutes. So I, I'm kind of surprised that you guys say that you wanted this to be more of a gag dub, but when they give a character kind of a gag voice, you're like, no, this was over the top and well, too much. Well, that's the problem if you're going to play it straight. Everybody has to play it yeah. straight or no one or plays it straight. Or everyone's got to go insane. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. Okay, so we'll, pro we'll probably talk about uh, in a minute here another character oh, who uh, didn't boy. quite play Talking about playing it straight. Ah. Let's talk about Waka, who is like leading Snossage. <laughs> Can't do it <laughs> on her work voyage, aka he's her boss. And then we're also going to talk about Orion, who is who Megan wants down, to down, kill. down, who's leading. <laughs> fuck it, who's leading the heroine through? Oh, Snossage! <laughs> Every time I say Snossage, I snort. I'm not a fucking piggy. I am not Yuri Kotsky. You keep Hashtag. that up, Megan. We're going to think of other more obscure, no, not obscure, more, uh, you know, um, less tasteful words. Ha cunt. Um, Stop it. Hashtag That's getting snorts sensitive. for <laughs> Just wait. I've got a list here. I've got a full list of other words that I'm going to call her. All right. Well, Orion guides her on her journey through her mind and through all of her alternate realities trying to find her memories. So that's why we're putting Waka and Orion together. Also the fact that I couldn't stand to talk about Orion by himself. So Waka, the boss, is played by Jay Hickman and Orion is played by Shannon, a girl, as opposed to Shannon Reed, who is a boy from Sentai. We can't get those mm -hmm. mixed up. Emmerich. Um, Jay Hickman is Soma's dad, the Dilf, in Food Wars. He plays the talking bird in Tomiko Market, and he plays Mythos in Princess Tutu. So he's been around for a very long time. Shannon Mythos. Muto. It's pronounced Muto. Muto. Whatever. I fucking hate that show. I'm what? the girl who oh hates Princess God. Tutu. I know. Oh we my God. Are no longer is, friends. Gigi is Gigi sleeping in the hallway at AB. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Gigi is Gigi is not a real man. Of course not. She's got titties. Big ones. She's got really nice titties. Thank you. I know plenty of men who have. I know re plenty of real men who have big titties. I just saw some in a hot tub the All other right. day. All um, right. I don't know. You should really be less harsh on yourself. Shannon Emmerich has nice played. Titties. Tet in No Game No Life, Baby Ayato from Diabolic Lovers. Oh, yeah. And she also plays Rui Rui Panda in, well, I don't know if it's, that's not the panda. She plays the person, Rui, in Gotcha Man Crowds. Um, so before we start this, let me preface that through every two episodes, aka every route, Waka changes personalities. So yeah. at the beginning, in the first two episodes, he is one way. And then you skip to Shin's route, and he's completely fucking different. And then you skip to Iki's route, and, and he's, he's different again. Fucking different. fucking different. I want to say he, this he is how it is in the game, but to be fair, I just played Kent's route over the weekend. I didn't play anybody else's, so I can't. I Kent can tell is you a that good boy. Kent is a good boy. Kent is um, a good boy. Rub, he, rub, rub, rub. So soft. So, oh God, he, I hit myself on that to eat that sausage. Oh God, damn. he deserves the big Tolber oh, sausage. Tolber sausage. 
Tolbert's so, Stop it. Blending episodes together. So I just like the S and blend S stands for snothing. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, Megan, no. help me out. Smile. Sweet. Sister. Statistic. Surprise. Snossage! I hate everyone right now. Um, Megan, we should. I mean, sorry. Gigi, we should kick Megan and Noah out and just finish this up ourselves. No! I'm having should. fun! Megan, <laughs> come here, my good friend Megan. We're going bar hopping across Grand Haven. Christ. Okay! So. So, like, I'll I. I'll be there in your dreams, Noah. Oh, God. Wow. Anyway. Every night in your dreams. Stop it! Stop it! We need to get going. We're already almost an hour in. And we're barely getting into character. I haven't now. even talked about a boy yet. So, like, Orion's here. So, well, Orion <laughs> doesn't count as anything. Stop it. So, what are you saying about Kyle? Are you saying Kyle? Who the fuck is Kyle? <laughs> Kyle, <laughs> Kyle <laughs> Jones! Stop! We're never gonna get this done. Okay. And That's there's what less she said. characters this time around than there was brothers' conflict last year. Stop <laughs> it! <laughs> that Jay Hickman did really well during some incantations, incarnations of Waka. Um, like he was good at the beginning. Like the militant one was really good. And then the one, the one where he didn't say much was pretty good. Um, but when he got to that flamboyant one, Ooh girl, I was having fucking Chris flashbacks from Yuri on ice and I was not in a happy place. It was kind of jarring. <laughs> It was too much. It, it was and fun, I, but it was jarring. Like, I, for my people, because I mostly hang out with girls and gays, like, I just felt that it was not a... I didn't... I couldn't... You think I'll, it's say, too I'll say for you, it's it's kind of borderline offensive. Yes. It's, yes. It's borderline offensive. It's... If... if And I'll, I'll kind of step in, at least for Waka. Um, if... Ngaro roots can call out Vic for doing the like slightly racist like old Chinese guy voice. I'm gonna call it out here. Like guys, you can have gay characters who don't sound like that. Even if it's in the game, it doesn't mean the game is right. Like I think this is one That's thing that you could stand to change or tone down. You could have done other things to show that he was a more open and, like, loving person. Not just be like, hey, girl, we're going to go out and go shopping. Like, oh, my God, where is our Lord and Savior? When are we getting Meryl her Oscar? Oh, wait. Is Meryl the queen of the gays or is that Glenn Close? It's Barbara. When are we going to get Barbara her Oscar? I thought it was Judy. Stop it. Judy's also queen of the gays. Thank um, you. Yeah, I, I, I was... I was not happy with that. Like, that's the same reason why I dislike Chris in the English dub of Yuri on Ice. And I think it just went offensive. It went, it crossed the line between, okay, this is fun and funny to, I am kind of offended. So there's, there's that. But I thought every, like the first walk he did, I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd tap that. Can I have a boss route? The one that offered <laughs> to kill people for e who like would threaten the staff because of Iggy, like he was best Waka. Yeah, yeah, that was a good Waka. Um, but that's all I really have to say about Waka. As for Orion, well, he's annoying oh, in boy. the game, like really annoying in the game. Um, and he's now what what 
What function does he serve the in the game? The function that he he's serves in the game Sunny is that squirrel. he's basically like your little animal sidekick who tells you what's going on. So like, like you know how Sunny was the talking squirrel in Brothers Conflict? Exactly. Kinda, That's yeah. exactly, exactly what like he is. So squirrel. like he'll be like Oh, you lost all your memories. You should look for stuff. Where should we look first? And then it's like you look under the bed, you look in the diary, you look in your phone. Right. Like, and he basically says, Oh, you should go check out the window and see what's going on, like outside. You know, basically shit like you that. Should, or, it's late. You should go to sleep. Basically. <laughs> I got to go to bed, guys. This, this I got to go to work in the morning. This house is on fire. You should probably exactly. get out. Like, that's, that's the purpose of Orion in the game. Um, the purpose of Orion so. in the anime was basically to just be annoying. Um, I thought that, and I, I thought, I thought the voice sounded Canadian. Did anybody else pick up on Canada? A little bit. No. Um, actually I had the, I had the reverse actually. I thought it was more of a Southern dialect. I didn't hear any of that. I just thought it was a kid. Like, I I, I didn't think it, she sounded very little boyish and kind of whiny. And I felt that it kind of had very little emotion behind it, but... I did want to punt him into the sun to quote Stephanie instead of <laughs> letting him help me find my memories. Um, but I think that's what I want him to find is alcohol so I can drink to forget it. <laughs> I think it. that's what this character needed though. Although at the very end with that whole fucking montage, I was like, you fucking kidding me. I could have gotten five more minutes of Ukiyo and instead I got this bullshit. Every mm. night. I know. Right. <laughs> me so but i the character is annoying so i thought in order to have an annoying little voice that it fit but somebody else take over uh i will because i've already said like waka is waka is pretty good when he's not um when he is not being uh the gay waka like, like that, like I said, again, they could go without, but unlike Yuri on Ice, where they could realize, hey, Chris is a little too overdone and have dialed it back for the home release. Home release is forever, kids. Mm. Um, This can't be changed. And it was... Tell that to George Lucas. Ha! Who Damn shot it. first? Haunt. Um, I love Haunt. Haunt fucking did. But my, um... My biggest thing is Orion was by far the worst voice in the show for me. I hated it. Orion is annoying as shit. And whoever, and and I'm pretty sure Shannon Emmerich is a good actress. She was not a good choice for this because she could not, like, you know who would have been really good for this? Terry Doty would have been really good for this. What? Like, Lucy Christian, people who could do, like, genuine good like little boy voices and with the amount that orion talked it got really grating fast to go through our group chat i want to read at one point a conversation between Gigi and me Uh (laughs) now shit's on fire ah you've entered the worst part yes because orion's back (laughs) (laughs) like i wanted to just just like, Orion is the most annoying voice in the show to me. Not because it, not only because it is flat and boring whenever he talks to Snossage Chan. Um, just, just, he is just so, like, annoying. He, like, him in his shitty ass pajama pants. Look, here was also another point of the show. 
Are these Iki fan club bitches gonna murder her? Also, hey, Redacted showed a second emotion. Wait, show, go back to having less Orion. Good. <laughs> um, like, anytime, anytime Orion is on, was on screen and talked, it was arguably something, part of, some of the worst parts of the show. Um, I'm, like I said, I'm pretty sure Shannon, Shannon Emmerich is a good actress. Um, I'm pretty sure this is not the worst little boy voice I've ever heard. But God, is it really grating. Probably so is my voice after you yeah. listen to me scream for like 10 hours. <laughs> Wait, we're recording for 10? No, yep, strap your boots in. I'm in this cage. You're in this cage. We're all in the cage together. <laughs> no, we're not. Fuck. I'm not in that cage right now. Not with that attitude. All right, I'm getting us out of this cage. Fine, fine. Let, let me try take the key and get us out of this cage a little faster. So, I'll agree, Waka was, uh, I mean, it's Jay Hickman, and, you know, he, he can do no wrong. Uh, even with the gay, uh, moment that he had during Shin's route, um, yeah, it was a little jarring because I didn't know that they were going to change his personality in each, uh, arc of the show, but then again, he's not really a character that I really cared about too much. Like, then again, I don't know if I really cared about any of the characters, but I, I imagine that in the game, if they do change up his personality, it's a little more enjoyable because you probably have more interactions with him, and he's more important than just the one or two episodes that he's in per yeah. arc. So I don't really have a bad thing to say about Jay. I, I do kind of appreciate that he could play the different flavors. Like he's he's really angry in Iki's arc. He's a little quieter in Kenta's arc. And he's got like this, it's going to rain. I can in smell. In the beginning, yeah. It's going to yeah, that was the arc that I wanted to bang voice. him. <laughs> the beginning, yes. <laughs> Yeah, so, I, I, again, I'm going to chalk that up to, if they're adapting something from the show and uh, the way around that was to make him uh, less uh, flamboyant, then, yeah, they probably should have done that. And like you said, Lilac, we've had uh, homosexual characters in even recent anime, like um, Fuka, we yeah. had a lead character a major who was character, yes. uh, homosexual that was not given no. that same uh, inflection. Rigo, Rigo for Hardo's blame character. that more on... Was gay? Yeah. Yeah. In Fuka. Yeah, in Fuka. And he didn't have, like, that inflection. No. I did not watch Fuka, by the way. No. Yeah. Go back and watch it. it, it honestly, it was kind of a surprise for the season. But this season, this show here. In 2014. I got, no, I got real, really no bad thing. No bad thing to say about Jay, honestly. I think he did what he was told to do well, and I didn't hear any incompetence. We're going to hear a lot of incompetence in some of the art characters we got up. Jay did not have that. He is A-list actor. When are we going to get another season of Kaleido Star? Okay, on to the next character. You do... Orion! Same. <laughs> I don't even know anything right. about it, so whatever. R.I.P. Kaleido Star. Speaking of uh, his character in Kaleido Star, which is an omnipresent spirit animal who gives dumps exposition so on the lead female, Orion. Well, um, yeah, uh, I think the only time I've heard Shannon before in a show was uh, she was the boy cat ghost character in Clan Ad After Story. And she's basically got the same uh, performance in this show as well, except she's given tons of dialogue that really really makes me want to take a cheese grater to the ears not because of her voice exactly but just because it's it's like it makes the lead character it makes squish mitten just sound like a complete airhead that she has to be told these things by this omnipresent character throughout the entire series and i don't okay lilac you said earlier that every performance in the sub would make you want to kill yourself was the sub performance of orion it's been this like five grating? years since i've seen the show first of all. Yes. So I barely remember. 
it is but, just as bad. To be Jesus. fair, but I was like, say, to be fair, it is just I, as bad. When I, I watched the show five years ago, I swore I'd never watch it again, but now here I am, <laughs> in the cage with the rest of us. <laughs> now, here's the thing: is that I'm not gonna say that it was a bad performance entirely because I actually enjoyed one part of mm -hmm. uh, Orion's performance, and that was the end yeah, title cards, cute. the end previews at the begin end of episodes. Those were cute. Like those were like. Okay, you know what? This I is like kind of, of like a I only saw the first one. adorable uh, mascot character kind of here's what's coming up in the next episode sort of voice. I'm like, I don't think they could have carried that into the whole show because all the, the lines in the script are about we have to, um, uh, mm. here's what I think about all the characters. Uh, you shouldn't trust these male characters. <laughs> don't forget to brush your teeth. By the way, uh, <laughs> like your really food, common things that you should know shit. what to do over it. <laughs> Yeah, break, don't drink that coffee. If someone makes a comment and says to the lead character, they say, you know, you could lose your memories and you could learn how to stop uh, breathing. And I had to think, you know what? This this bitch is so honestly, stupid. She yes. probably would forget oh, how to breathe. <laughs> but that we'll talk about the lead character later. Orion itself, I understand the function from the game. They wanted to carry that over into the series here. I don't think they should have done that. They could have easily written this character out and just have the character a little smarter, like think for herself a little bit, and we wouldn't then have needed this. But that's the fault of the so. show. I know. That's and the I show, it. not the dub. But it's fault. very. Steph, what do you think? It is. It is. It is. The dub is gonna be picked well, on I mean, quite a bit. You're, you're not I don't wrong. hate it it's as much. But... Quite a bit, but in this instance, it's the show's fault, not the dub. Um, so. I appreciate Jay Hickman. I do like Jay Hickman. I appreciate him going. God knows what he did with each iteration of Waka. But coming back, because again, haven't seen the show in five years. I don't even remember if in the Japanese he was flamboyant as fuck during Shin's route. That was jarring as all hell. I didn't find it offensive, but it was very jarring compared to the other personalities that Waka had throughout the whole show. In each of the routes. That was the one thing that I think I had a slight issue with with Jay. Um, Shannon, though, because uh, where are my notes that I have stuff about Shannon? I no. Bring I, out the I, chains, Gigi. Well, it can be obnoxious at points. I actually kind of enjoyed Shannon as Orion. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was kind really? of fun, like this the spunky little the spunky little fairy thing as he refers to himself as. Like, trying to, his damnedest to help this girl out. Though, to be fair, Orion as a character was better when he was not around. But, <laughs> as a character, <laughs> not a character, not, not, not in terms you of were Shannon Emery. You were not I, I actually thought it was a lot of fun. I, despite it being obnoxious at points, I, honestly, I thought it was fine. Again, this show, this dub mostly for me is tolerable. So I'm not going to have many, many negative things to say, honestly. Speaking of negative things to say, um, I'm thirsty, fam, and it's fucking Valentine's Day, and I need some boys. Um, and we're going to do the boys in chronological order. And it's been too long that I'm thirsting over Walk of the Boss. So let's go in chronological order. We're going to talk about uh, the man who wears red. He's the king of hearts. His name is Shin, and Shin is played by uh, Houston Hayes. Now, 
we we've talked about Houston Hayes before briefly. We have. He, was he plays. Yes, he plays double badass Shin. Again, <laughs> oh, his name is also Shin. Oh shit, you're right. He plays Shin times two in Diabolic More Blood. He plays a uh, Kyo Shiranui from Hakuoki, another Otome adaptation, and Shun Ibusaki from Food Wars, aka the only thing I've ever heard him in is Double Badass, because I haven't started watching Hakuoki yet. All right, so Shin is supposed to be the Sundere guys. Would anyone have gotten that no. from this performance? I, uh, based on his backstory, I don't. I, I thought he was supposed the, to be the bad I don't boy. Think, yeah, that's what I was thinking. He's either the bad boy or the childhood friend character. He so that's is also Toma. <laughs> he is. I didn't get yeah, Sundere. He, I did not get Sundere. He calls her Baka no, all the time. Baka. I mean, true. He does call her dummy. He is a Sundere. But she is. Um, and uh, Shin, my little my little hot topic reject, who wears two different color boots and two different <laughs> color leggings on each of his legs. Oh my god! Um, so Shin's like talking to a wall. He has absolutely zero emotion in any line that he ever says. My dad um, murdered a man. What? He pushed him down the stairs. I'm so sorry. Um, just just nothing there's nothing about shin there's no angst where there should be angst because yes he is an angsty sundere um he's a hot topic reject he's just ugh. the whole show is a hot topic i know reject. but i'm i'm just sad and here it is my kink actually um <laughs> but i'm just i'm so sad that like if diabolic ever gets a third season he just he needs to put something behind double badass or he's gonna not even be a single badass like i just i i don't i don't know i don't know if he can pull off anything else because this is the second time i've heard him and granted the first time was only for a couple of lines but i heard more promise in the couple of lines than i did and he was a main character in this dub now i will say this before somebody else can cut me off in the bloopers in the lost diary entries Shin like takes it over for a couple paragraphs and he was actually really funny. So maybe Houston is more better suit is better suited to comedy. I don't know, but I, this was the worst. This was the worst boy for me. I haven't what? even played his route in really? the game yet because I just I liked him like aesthetically, well second best cuz we all know who best boy is. But I didn't I wanted to save his route for last and now like I don't even want to play it. I'm just like I'm so disappointed with the voice trying to match this character that it just uh I just wanted so much more from Shin. I just wanted him to make out with me against a piano and the piano sounded better than him playing discordant keys. Okay, I'm done. Wow. What? I agree with you. You have high standards. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. You both oh have my high God. standards. What? Yeah, no, I didn't like Shin either. Um, Houston Hayes can do comedy because he's he's Sakamoto in Haven't You Heard Him Sakamoto. And he's... Oh, fuck. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm dead serious. No, he is. Is he funny in that? And from the clip I saw, yes. Yes. Okay, well, I, then I've maybe that's his niche is but like, that he's supposed but no, to do I, comedy. But no, I agree with her completely. Like, Shin was was probably one of the worst of the boy performances like he was completely flat he was very not entertaining like he was like it, like if he was supposed to be your like sundere guy like the 
the I I don't like you or anything, baka. Like as a guy, like I don't know what the guy equivalency of that is. I mean, it's like I don't know who that guy was in like the guy equivalency is guy what co- it do in Brocon. That was the Sundere. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> stop reminding me that I vomited to that. Um, <laughs> thanks, Matt Mercer. But I, I mean, like you were supposed. I know like, I agree with you, no, but, but thanks for reminding like, us just, Like this came out like four years ago, and Houston Hayes has apparently done other things and has gotten better. But um, like. He was very flat. He somehow made the the an actress that's in the show that I don't like very much seem even seem even like she seemed vibrant next to him. Um it, wow. it was just very flat and boring. And like I said, one of the worst things that a show can be, especially when it's a harem or a reverse harem is that a the character you don't like believably think that you could fall in love with him even though he even if he's not your type so zero chemistry mm-hmm. yeah there's zero. nothing there there is no spark there is nothing that draws me to shin because i will say this as a guy in terms of like appearance and stuff he's also very lackluster so you have to make up with it with personality and he didn't but he's the heart well he didn't well, this show heart it needed to be transferred because it was bad. Hmm. Maybe his heart got uh, transplanted to Iki. Okay, point. Lilac, counterpoint. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm. Take it away. No, 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 say, no, say, no. Say. I'm asking. What? Because here, here's my thing. I actually liked him. A shit. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm like, the fuck you talking about? No, like, my thing is, is. Maybe it's because I've had that five-year break since watching the show originally, and I couldn't quite remember some of the personalities from these characters. And it's for Shin. I didn't get Sundere. I didn't remember or recall that being the character <laughs> trope they're going with with him. So mm-hmm. how I saw it was more childhood friend, kind of down to earth, but yet he's still very conscientious of his actions. And granted, it's not the best performance, but I, it's certainly not the weakest to me out of the boys. Honestly, it's in the Are middle. We second weakest. Like, no, not to me anyway. To me, but it is. um, but like, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think it's weird that I say this. I think Shin is one of the guys that. I actually could, for me, going into the show again, Shin is one of those guys that I actually feel attracted to in some sort, in some ways. So, I know we were saying earlier that some of the performances, like, you got, you got to feel like that you want to bang him, and I didn't get this. I'm like, I kind of feel slight attraction to him, not enough to like have the sex, <laughs> but. <laughs> Like this is a no kink, sh- uh, no kink shame anyway. zone. No, Jesus Fuck can you. kink shame you. That's it. But no, like I can, I can kind of see like a bit of attraction there. If it was me playing this character, like the heroine, and going at it here, and because I'm the kind of person who takes things slow in relationships, I don't go head first. And you would like Kent. You're not about the the fast, hot electric. Because Kent did not get a route in this anime, 
Shin for you, no. I feel, is vanilla white bread, no. which is why you like him. Just like you like. I also like what's Kent, his face. But Kent is a good boy. Kent is a very good boy. Kent is super vanilla white bread, like with the cuss crud off, creamy peanut I'm butter. I'm not surprised with that, honestly. Yeah, I'm it's Kent's Because yeah. to be fair, I've had my fair share of bad boys that I've dated, and I don't like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I can, also, to be fair, I also haven't had a boyfriend in a long ass time. I can I can see why you would like Shin. I don't know why right. you would like his voice, but I can see why I you would actually, like Shin. I like. I don't know what it is. It's it just. While you guys didn't thought it was like a weak performance, I actually I really enjoyed Houston in it. Uh, though his performance is kind of middle ground, it's not the weakest. Unfortunately, we're gonna get to the weakest in a little bit, but um. And oh boy. I say unfortunately because reasons but um <laughs> i just i want to like bang a bell put on boxing gloves and be like are you ready are you ready no Let's it's not it who on. you think it is we're gonna have the, the route oh, throw okay. down um it's not who you think yeah it is. did you have anything else about your your new boy shin so i can stop <laughs> making fun of you with that other dude <laughs> whose name i can never remember no it's just it's just really weird because um i think when i watched the show a few years ago the character that I felt the most attraction to at that time was Toma. What is wrong with you? With... Mm. Toma's no, great. No, Fuck no, off. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. I was attracted to Toma until we got to his route, and then I was done. Please, sir, may I have another? Then I was done with him. But going back into it, I think Shin, Shin's, Shin's route, and I think Shin's route was one of the ones I kind of got attachment to all of a sudden, and then I honestly... I, I, I get where you guys are coming from in terms of Houston Hayes here, but I actually thought it sounded pretty natural and rather down to earth. Like compared to some of the other performances from these main four characters, if anything, Houston's character for Sh- with Shin was probably the more most down to earth one out of the four or five. I should get. I guess technically you should say. Yes, but, five. Mm-hmm. You see, you see what I mean, though. It's the most down to earth, and it's not the most crazy and bombastic. So you can see why I kind of enjoy it a little bit more, and how I can get attached to him. Yep. But that. Oh, okay. All right. Let Let me try to ingest some testosterone into this estrogen Please do. podcast. Okay. So I have to pick a side here. Am I going to be on the Megan Gigi side, or am I going to be joining Lilac in the cage? <laughs> and in this case, about uh, Houston's performance. Scoot over, Lilac. I'm going to yes! be joining you in the cage for a bit here. <laughs> Stay with me. Okay, no, no. We'll get comfy in this, in this little seat. It's great. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, uh, now, I'm not attracted to any of the characters, Stop obviously. Um, like, <laughs> my my type of guy is not even in this show. Let me just throw that out oh, there. Oh, okay. But in terms of uh, the uh, acting performances, Houston has this no-nonsense personality to him, which can come across as dry if... You read the lines like you're reading off of a script. Right. But Houston has this very natural uh, speed and inflection to his voice that comes off as um, as very no-nonsense. Like right. uh, Lilac said, he's grounded, but it's not the kind that's dry and boring. And especially when you find out more about his backstory, yeah. you kind of get about why he's got this unobtainable personality. So there's this, just this little spark that voice good voice actors have yeah. that prevent even regular monotone speaking from sounding boring and houston has that he can speak normal speaking dry like i'm gonna order something from the uh from the taco bell drive-thru <laughs> and it will it will sound 
it will sound distinct enough. Yeah. He's just got that spark to him. So even so, even in the scene where in his arc where he's not really given a ton of great content, but he is given the good. Um, uh, what is it? He says like you saved me from myself uh, yeah. mentality, where he talks about uh, how having a girlfriend kind of prevented him from being as bad as his dad. Um, it, it's believable. It's it's the kind of uh, kind of a bad boy who wants to be a good boy mentality that um, I bought it. I bought Houston's performance I of did it. Too. So yeah, I had no problems with it. Um, like I say, he's not my best boy or anything, but he is definitely one of the better actors in this. He's the one who sounded like he was caring enough in this that I didn't want to, you know, like throw him into the back into the booth and say, no, try harder. Well, speaking of best boys, I hope we're not going to oh, have no. to have a discussion over who actual De- best boy in this anime debatable, is. Debatable. Debatable. But that's only because I'm attracted to a different kind of boy compared to you, Gigi. Best boy <laughs> in this anime, not best route, but best boy is the king of spades. Special <sighs> brand. Iki, my special friend, oh. EQ. Mm, mm. And Iki <laughs> uh, is played. Gigi, we like to keep this part of the podcast dry. Would you stop making those fucking jokes? I hate them. You do it so. yourself. Let's be honest Fuck here. You with the guys, sausage? we can't. We cannot throw. <laughs> we cannot throw Gigi off of a cliff just oh yet. We gotta God. get to the end of the episode. But but we're moving on to Iki. She, she already kind of fell off the cliff. We're already past <sighs> shit at this we're point. We're past the cliff. We're into the well. <laughs> We're, yes. we're 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 no, no. We're not. No no no. no we're not, not at the well at yet. Later. Megan. Technically, okay. In Iki's route, if you get the bad end, you get pushed off a cliff. So this <laughs> is where the, the cliff king. is. Long live King Iki, the king of spades, played by Blake Shepard. Can I say oh. this, this was in our chat last night? Blake Shepard's hold, Blake Shepard hold me in your masculine arms, quote, no clue. 2018. <laughs> I love him. That is what I wrote. But- Okay, so if you haven't heard of Blake Shepard, you clearly haven't been listening to our fucking podcast because every time I talk about him or mention his name, I fucking moan a little. Um, Blake Shepard. Not as much as Ian Sinclair, but I mean, maybe I'm going to have to rearrange my reverse pretty soon. Oh, Um, shit. Oh, no. So. What's wrong with a two for one? A lot of things. Nothing, actually. Um, So Blake Blake plays my husbando, Lito. From Diabolic and Diabolic Lovers More Blood. He plays Soma in Food Wars. And uh, back to Hakuoki, because a lot of people are in fucking Hakuoki. He plays Soji Okita. I think he's Soji like Okuda? one of the... The guy who led the Shinsengumi? I don't know. I don't play That was Samurai a fucking plot game. point in Token Rabu Hanamaru! You think I watched fucking Hakuoki? You already threw me under the bus with this one, so I'll go ahead and jump in on Jump this. into the well, the well of all your desires. Sorry, Blake Shepard's down yeah. at the bottom. So, yes, as Meg had said, quote unquote, my initial reaction upon hearing Blake's performance was, take me in your masculine arms, Blake. Because it was, I knew that there wasn't going to be another character like this in the show, and he he clearly fits that um that, that heartthrob, um, now my Leafay and your Leafay are connected as one mentality. Um, he makes the vagina it, Blake's quiver. Just, Blake's just got just got it going on. Um, yeah, he's got 
he's definitely the most alluring. Like, if we want to talk about this game and the characters being actually sexy, like, Iki actually fits that mold of, like, like this could actually be someone that you may consider sexy. Oh, yeah. And Blake plays it up. Like, the, the man has got it going on. Like, I, I hear... Uh, porn riffs playing in the background when he walks in and takes off those glasses like <laughs> all the panties drop you've got to put you got to put the cornflakes in first coincidentally put, cornflakes put the top cream it off with my top. special cream whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> coincidentally cornflake is Noah's porn name <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you so I yeah so, uh, okay it's don't even the anymore. I, I, wrong with me, Noah. <laughs> well, obviously you're not going to church enough, so we need, we need oh to my fix God. that. I am going to one on Friday, and according to my mom, the second I dip my hand in the holy water, she expects me to burst into flames. I get on my knees a lot, but it's not really to pray, I guess. Whoa. Take me oh my to God. <laughs> Look, I'm going to get a damn are... date on Valentine's Day, no matter who I got to whore myself out to on this podcast. Ah, okay. yes, Father Wait. Shepherd. I've come to score <laughs> I think I ran out of things to say. Look, look, Blake is good. Blake is awesome. He, he, he I think he is the best male performance Same. of all the, the, all the X Y chromosomes oh, in this whole show. Debatable. And I think, I, no, well, no. I, I think he sounded like he was having the most fun. Yeah, uh, debatable. Uh, of all of them. Uh, fine, we'll we'll debate. We'll d de- those baits when we get to them. But yeah, uh, fall and foremost. If I had to pick one to say like this is the guy who looked like he was doing the best of all the actors. Uh, I definitely give it to Blake. I am on Team Noah. Team Noah for this Yay! one. Iki, by far, best boy, best voice. It's so fucking sexy. And I would let him do whatever he wanted. And I'd like to dub Iki Lito Light. <laughs> because he I mean, didn't. You're not wrong. He didn't quite get to that level where I was like, holy well, shit, bitch. take me in a church of bitch well, Jan. He, bitch. Didn't, he didn't get well, to the little bitch level. Yeah. You know how much I like to get to the little bitch level. He didn't quite get there, but I think for this anime, that was a, probably about as high as he could go. Like when he said the line about like, I'll do anything you want, but you know I like it if it's kinky. That was actually in the game. So I was like, <laughs> His oh, wow, exact okay. line was, yeah. I, I'll, he wanted to request and he said, I'd appreciate if you made your request a little kinky. Yeah, and I was like, there he is, there he is. And then there's like the part where he got drunk. And oh, he dr- okay, that part was great. That he was drunk good. dialed Snossage. That was, <laughs> that was, I was like, oh God, is this going to go where the game goes? Is it going to go where the game goes? Because I had forgotten what happens. Um, and no, in the game, no. they sleep together like in the same bed. They don't fuck, but they like sleep Boo. in this. I know, right? <laughs> they sleep together. Right? What a fucking bitch. They sleep together in the same bed. He gets all like cuddly and everything, and it's super fucking cute, but he just fucking like walks away. So he like totally blue balls her. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Blue gels. Look, I hate to burst your bubbles, ladies, but there are very few men out there who are this chaste as the guys in this game. No shit. Fuck. Especially for high schoolers. No, I've been watching. They're in college. Only Shin is in high school. They are college students. They're not high schoolers. Some of them are. Shin is in high school. That's it. Shin is in high school. Everybody else isn't, though. Everybody else is in college. Um, But Iki, by far, best performance. Best boy. He also sort of looks like Hisoka on a good day. So you can see oh, my that, that explains a lot. That explains, that explains it lot. all. He can totally push me off a cliff he, and I would be okay. <laughs> Best death. Best death. He's ever. like his, if Hisoka, 
He's like, if Ahsoka fucked a Smurf. I'm, I'm strangely oh into God. that. I, I always thought he was more of like, uh, you guys have seen Batman Beyond, yeah. right? You reminded me of while. like one of the Jokers, like one of the lost Jokers. Oh my God. So he's like, if a Joker, Ahsoka, and a Smurf had a three-way and made a baby. Stop it. <laughs> I'd be strangely into that. <laughs> oh God, you would. Oh Does anybody else want to join Again, me no and Team Shane. Noah on our great, How great no. side? Yeah. Fuck you guys. Megan, what do you think then? Uh, I do, I do have to, I do have to agree. By the way, that the drunk part was funny. It was good, and I did write down this one line in this one exchange, which probably made me laugh harder than anything in the show. Okay, which was, um, Snossage is on the phone with him while he's drunk, and he's like outside of her apartment. The only thing he needed was the boombox above his head. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know which song it is that plays. In your yeah, eyes. In yeah. your... That would be really fitting too for Iki. Oh my god. Oh my god. You're so right. funny. In your Somebody eyes. make that gift. Noah, Roots of Justice, if you hear me, make that shit post happen, boy. But no, the line is like Maggie's. No, I mean, Snossage is on the phone. And she's like, Did you walk here? And just Blake Shepard, hell yeah. <laughs> that was so hot, yeah, though. Yeah, that was great. That was so, so hot, funny. Hell yeah. But, but Blake Shepard isn't the best voice on the show. There are times because I think mm. that Iki was kind of a boring route. Uh, his literal thing was my brand. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. His, his route was kind of boring, but he did a really good job, and I do think that. If I was attracted to Iki, I would be on your side. I would say he's the second best boy of all the boy voices. I forgot um, the fifth one, to be fair. Fair. But he, Iki mm. is still best for me. Megan, you alive? Fifth route boy uh, is, is my fifth route boy is my favorite boy, but not my favorite performance of all oh. people. Um, okay. You're going to be quite uh, shocked. Anyway, Lilac, go here. <laughs> go over while I imagine Hisoka begging a smurf. <laughs> Man, that that new Smurfs movie is uh, going in a really dark direction. I fucking quit. I fucking quit. I'm so done. Okay. All right. Oh, Megan's go to sub hell. <laughs> okay. Um. So my thing, so Iki's not my best boy, first of all, and Blake's not my favorite performance, second of all. Um, however, remember, Gigi, in the words of you last Valentine's Day, don't worry, everyone's going to disappoint you. It's true. (laughs) No, but, um, I mean, I have to read my exact notes on this because this will tell you a lot. Why is Blake really good at play at voicing the player type roles? It's kind of terrifying, but that's okay. <laughs> Blake, are you a player? <laughs> I, I know you not. like that fucking like tweet nice that I did about the Diabolic Moreblood episode. Are you Uh-oh. a player, Blake? Uh-oh. Do you want to play with me? Like half the girl, <laughs> half the girls in Houston are in the Blake Shepherd fangirl club. You know it. No, I'm but, president. <laughs> but also, like, <laughs> my thing is Blake not only did really well with the flirtatious side because like Gigi I was having flashbacks to Lito for half the fucking time but you can also tell especially during Iki's route that 
Excuse me. You can tell that he finally wants to find someone that genuinely loves him. Yes. And he's okay with being vulnerable towards them. Oh. So I got those. I did get all those aspects of Blake with his performance of Iki. But my thing is, I've also seen Blake play the player before. You know what I mean? It's and you don't want to fuck him. No, I don't want to fuck him. I want to. I, I may. I may or may not be into Shin, but that's one of those things where it's like I need some time here. <laughs> So I, I, don't, I, don't fu- him. I don't fuck on the first date. I don't fuck on the first date, okay? Now There's dating involved? Man. What's this dating that you speak of? Look, Gigi, oh, some, girls, some girls on the first date don't want to be stuffed like a Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah. Please cut that out. All right. <laughs> so- anyway, no. But anyway. <laughs> I mean, I like, I like Blake as... I do like Blake Iziki. It's not my favorite performance. Obviously, he's not my best boy. But at the same time, it's weird going back in time because this predates Lito and Diabolic Lovers. So obviously, he's had some experience being the fucking player and possibly sexual deviant uh, character. Mm. <laughs> Lito. He's um, got his eye on But only the for prize. three months. Yes, essentially. He's very goal-oriented. <laughs> But it's it's not too bad. I, I like it. It's I, I, I like the performance and the role. It's not my favorite. It's really what it comes down to. But I get where the direction that he was going with it, and I really enjoyed that. Why is it all characters like the all the guy characters like this have a fangirl club? Like this reminds me exactly of Yuki from Fruits Basket. Why do they have a fangirl okay, club? Okay, because all the time? Yuki Trope. from Fruits Basket was worth it. <laughs> Uh, have you read the manga? Yes, actually, I've read don't the entire spoil thing. It. You want to bite me? Please don't. don't please don't. No, don't no, spoil no, no, no. I just don't d- spoil the manga. I want to read it. You know how it turns out, friend. No, yeah, no, I know no, how no. it turns out. Okay. All right, so let's move on from Iki, who could possibly be into some kinky shit, who to Kent, who <laughs> number one, no one knows what his name is, but number two, he has twenty-seven belts that he can tie me up with. So I'm all about it. Maybe. Buckle See, boy. Here's, here, here is potentially my best boy. Potentially here's the vanilla. Kent. Kento. Kenta. The Very. anime, I guess, names him as Kento, but Lord knows nobody can get his name right. In the game, his name is just Kent. So um, he is based on the clover. His color is green. And uh, he's mm. he's a nerd. So Kent is played by nerds. I like my nerds. (laughs) Kent's played by Tyler Galindo, who has also played uh, Ryota Sakamoto in Batum, which I didn't know until I read his BTVA page. Which I was I know nothing about Batum. Oh my god, Batum is so fucking trashy. It is amazing. Oh, wonderful. Um, If it's a show that is continuously on sale during the rights of holiday sales, I tend to think that it's pretty trashy. It's worth $6 to buy it. Oh, Um, wow. Okay. I mean, From the New World was on their sale a lot, and that's actually considered one of the best shows they've ever dubbed. Fair. Uh, He plays Shinichi Kano from Outbreak Company, who I have seen one episode of Outbreak Company, and it's the guy who I'm thinking it is. He's also a huge nerd. And he plays Minabe from Chivalry of a Failed Knight, which I'm not touching with the 10 put pole. So, so fun thing about Kent is that just by the way he looks, I expected a David Wald type voice to come out of his mouth. <laughs> How- 
However, in every single iteration of Amnesia, it is a higher pitched tenor male voice. Oh, yeah, who you're sounds right. like a fucking nerd. And so I nerd! was like, nerd. And Kent is a nerd. Oh my God. Like his route is so nerdy. Like it is legitimately like he doesn't want to hold your hand because he doesn't understand it. And the whole reason that you start going out in the first place is because he thinks that love is just a chemical reaction in the body. And you're supposed to prove him wrong and show that love is like a real thing. And it's kind of like you can't really explain why or whatever it happens. His route in the game is actually kind of good if you like no drama in your Otome. Unfortunately, you don't get to see that in the anime because they gave him one fucking episode. Fucking yeah. Ken got gypped. I am Ken mad. Got and gypped. yet we gave and yet we gave Toma. Who we'll talk about in a minute. Fucking episode. Who we'll talk so, about in a minute, and there's a reason why. So as for uh, Ken, this is part of a long, long, long tradition of the intellectuals getting gypped when it comes to attention. It's so department. disappointing because I do like my nerds. So, I mean, he. The voice, Tyler, like the nerdy monotone voice, I think it fits the character really well. Um, I just wish there were more emotion behind it, even though I know there's really not supposed to be. But I wanted there to be some kind of chemistry between him and Snossage. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and I just, I just, I didn't feel the chemistry between them. But uh, to be fair, his route sucks. And he basically has more chemistry with Orion than he does with the girl he's trying to bang. Excuse so, you. If I were playing the game, that's probably the first route I would go for because me. <laughs> I got fucking well, bad ends on every single route because this game is impossibly hard. And you know who I got the good end on? The very first good end was fucking Kent. How do you think that made me feel about myself? He's me, Gigi, the queen of the fucking cage. I couldn't even get in the cage. I had to cheat to get in the fucking cage. <laughs> and I got the good end on Kent. I wanted May to die. Maybe it's a sign that you yeah, should stop dating assholes. This isn't a dub talk about my life. Somebody else, Stephanie, talk about how much you love vanilla Kent with 27 belts. Look up that ice cream stuff. I still can't believe you counted all 27 of them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, like, I like Kent as a character. He's nerdy and he's adorable because he's like he's not he doesn't quite understand the whole dating and relationship thing and when during his episode where the uh the heroine is waiting for him to go to the festival and um sausage chan is waiting shut the fuck up never (laughs) (laughs) she's waiting for him to go to the festival because they promised to go and he completely forgot because it was something he wasn't interested in so I gotta admit, the, that was probably one of the best reactions, because he, she calls him. No, he, t- she texts him first, saying like, "Hey, I'm, I'm here at the station waiting for you." For- he got there pretty fucking fast. He did. Yeah, he no, did. he called immediately, and he, and, and one of the best reactions was that he's like, "Well, she's like, oh, I, I, no, it's okay if we can go some other time. I can go home." He's like, "No, no, I'm on my way out right now." Like that was the funniest shit, because that was one of the few times where he. Got- he got to be like, oh shit, change the tone of voice. My thing is, I love Kent as a character. He's so sweet. He's such a nerd. I love my nerds. 
But um, the thing is. Would you stop calling him? A, he's not a nerd. He's a scholar. Yes, he is you a are scholar. correct. He is a scholar, and I like my intellectuals. But um, that's probably the better way to put it. I like my nerds, but I also love my intellectuals. Um, but for Tyler, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've. This is one of the first times I've ever really heard him in anything. I hate to say it, but this is probably my weakest performance. That's not where I thought you were going to go. You thought I was going to say that Blake was my weakest performance, weren't you? No, I thought you, you were, were going to say that Kent was the best. No. Because you like Vanilla. probably the best. Well, he's the best boy, but Kent's... I can see what you're saying about Tyler not being the best performance. Right. It was very... It was rather monotone and one note throughout most of it. The most, again, the most fun I had with the performance was when he freaked the fuck out. He's like, nope, nope, I'm on my way over now. But <laughs> I also kind of get where they were going with it. You know what I mean? Because, again, Kent is supposed to be this scholar, this nerd. He's very intellectual. He probably doesn't have a lot of social skills. Let's be fair. Let's be honest here. He doesn't have many social no. skills. No. He flat out does it. Just like me. I researched that petting girls on the head exactly. releases tension and makes exactly. them happy. So I understand the, route, the direction that they took with Tyler's performance in it. But most of it just didn't come across in the way I was thinking and hoping. That's the one downside, really. But I, I, I enjoy it for what it is. It's just compared to some of these other performances and what was done with some of these performances, I... Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I have to say it's probably one of the weakest of the boys in this cast. Though Kent is always Kent will Kent will probably always be my favorite, honestly. Uh, you you, you want to undo those twenty seven buckles? It's gonna one take time, a long yeah. time. That'll, that'll take okay. like that'll take the whole fucking time. That's I mean, that's, I, that's, that's all of the, and then you'll both be no, 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 no. Yep, that's basically that it. is the foreplay. No, no, no. We've gotten dirty at this point. I don't fucking care. It'll take the entire <laughs> foreplay session for that to happen. That's like that Fly of the Conquered song, you know? It's like, then we go in the bedroom and we start undoing business the 27 time. things. Honestly, That's foreplay. I love foreplay. It's business. It's then we start doing a math problem time. to solve the mysteries of the universe. That isn't part of the foreplay, but it's still very important. He, in the game, he gives her a gift because he was told that handmade gifts are the best things to give to your to your dates and the girls that you like oh, he fucking so gives her cute. a homemade math workbook and then here is the worst part in order for you to get oh the best God. ending you have to solve every single fucking math problem are you serious <gasps> that is so wow, and these math problems are hard we do math yes i, I was, was sitting there counting on the my fingers trying to solve these fucking math problems and i did oh get eight God. out of ten so what up kent Oh my god! Uh, like, are we talking adorable. like what's nine times five, or are we talking no, like, it's like solve the quadrant? No, it's, it's like, like what's the wing speed velocity of an unladen swallow? <laughs> That's basically <laughs> it. Up. It's like if person A is walking at fifty kilometers an hour and person B is walking at forty kilometers, kilometers an what hour. When are they going to catch up to each other? First of all, one, okay. one, one. Game translators. Kilometers. This is motherfucking America. We use I, miles. I just made that up. <laughs> I just made that up. No, no, no. It's it's. You made kilometers as, up. As, they don't actually the exist. I made up the whole metric as system. As dumb as that is, in order to get the good end with Kent, it matches the character, and it's so cute to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm actually pretty decent at math. It's adorable to me. <laughs> I'm a nerd, so, okay, so ladies and let gentlemen? Let this be a note to all you 
you future lilac uh, quarters out there, make her up a book of math. I'd rather you not do that. Personally, personally, I'd rather you not do that because I would probably be like, the fuck? But it is kind of adorable. (laughs) (laughs) It is adorable. I mean, if math if is your If 20 kink, drivers are supposed to show up and 40 drivers show up, up, how many drivers will Lilac <laughs> kill? fuck up, Noah. No, no, the answer Don't is you one. Don't drag work into no, no, this. No, 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 no. The answer to that question is one, and his name is Noah fucking Clue. Noah fucking Clue. What you think about Kento? <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I didn't mind the voice very much. I'm just going to try to focus solely on Tyler's oh. performance because um, it wasn't my favorite. Um... What they seem to do is that they gave him a very softer, more reserved voice where um, it sounded like he was talking to himself a lot of the times. It's almost internal monologue speaking um, with a bit of a almost a West Coast dialect. Like it sounded almost like he had this like surfer bra uh, inflection to the way he was. I want to get into your bra. (laughs) I didn't catch that, actually. (laughs) I didn't didn't sound like that. Just a. Just comparing to the other three main boys, um, each one seemed to have slightly different dialect to it, and that's the one I picked up on Kento. Um, I-, I love the fact that um, he actually gave me my favorite delivery of uh, of the lead character of um, of Short Bus because what she does Short is bus? in one moment she- she's actually uh, like I think what she does is she's talking to herself and asking what is he talking about, but she kind of like turns to the camera like and so it sounds like she's asking the audience. <laughs> I, I feel like I was an episode of like fucking Blues Clues, and it was like, "Hey kids, what what the heck is Kento talking about?" When he's talking <laughs> about their great, their actually. past, Snossage trying clues. to fill in her memories. Snossage Clues, all of the things <laughs> that you need to pick up instead of it being a blue paw print is like her titty was dipped in paint and pressed on things. No, 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 it's the rose in her hat, yo. Fair. Oh, no, in there her you, hair. Also in her hair, apparently. How does she do that in <laughs> okay. 10 minutes? I Everybody's know. like, it's I'm coming over anime. in 10 That's minutes. Why. Bitch has her hat on. She has a fucking rose in her hair. She's got, She's. got. She looks more put together. Meanwhile, where somebody's like, hey, Megan, I need you to be up in 10 minutes. I look like the hobo that just rolled out of a Boston cemetery. I have, like, eyeliner on one eye in 10 minutes. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you get ready wow. for a con. I don't even think you usually have eyeliner on. And a, okay. I so, yeah, so Tyler's performance. It's like he wasn't really given okay, a whole lot fair, to do. You also wake up like two hours earlier than Lilac and That's get fair. Ready. <laughs> like, I, like, I go bare bones makeup here. You just fall out. No, that like, there's like three bit, levels but... of women that, like, when we stay together in a hotel, like, Gigi's like taking two hours to get ready. Oh, yeah. Lilac gets up, takes time. Me, I'm like, this is fucking clean. Yeah, you're, you're like Toph from that one episode of Avatar where it's like, like I'm ready. Like we're basically, <laughs> yeah, I'm basically seeing Toph. Hey, Megan, you got a little dirt on your everything, actually. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's speaking that's of very accurate speaking of us. of dirty, Megan, do you want to get dirty with Kent or what's up with that? Oh uh, no, <laughs> Kent's voice was sucked. <laughs> oh. Please, please I didn't, be nice. Was... No. Well, no, at least. Word it better than that. Fine. Uh, I be, think, be a scholar about it. Be a scholar it. about it. Yes. Be criticism. His be voice critic. fucking sucks. Stop it. <laughs> there we go. Put that in a citation. We're Says never going to be on the back of a Thomas the tank engine and an argument Megan, with I, me. I will throw you through an electric fan, resurrect you with an alchemist spell just to bring you back to life so I can throw you through that fan again. Never. 
So my first impression on seeing uh, Kent was literally to screen cap the image and put on my Twitter, who fucking trusts you? Way to almost spoil our secret Valentine's episode, bitch. To be fair. Okay, no, to which I got reactions from Sarah. Don't play it. Just don't watch. Just play the visual novel. Amon, a fetish shop, I'd guess. Who's fetish? I cannot say. Who in Japan? And to reply, I said, who... Who in Japan walked into a Hot Topic and was like, yes, girls want to fuck this? I do. Uh, my friend Kenny. If you can get the belts off. My friends Kenny, uh, our friend Cerulean, a.k.a. Hannah, and Noah, not Noah, I mean um, Andrew, all put Tetsuya Nomura, who, and special shout outs to Andrew's, Andrew's episode, Andrew's, Andrew and Hannah's response. Andrews, Tetsuya Nomura, who is jacking off right now as we speak. <laughs> and Hannah. I didn't get that. Who, who is that? He's the guy no who idea. designed the Kingdom Hearts characters. Oh. Oh, okay. That does to make which, sense. To which Hannah Cerulean responded, Tetsuya Nomura. Also, why are you making yourself suffer through amnesia? Is this Gigi's fault? <laughs> Um, <laughs> yes, yes, everything is Gigi's fault. fault. It is my Unless fault. Unless it's Hindenburg, Andrew's fault. 9-11, the Titanic, Whoa, everything. whoa, whoa. That shit Look, first of dark. all, one, that, first of all, one, we all know that a talking cat named Campanella caused the Titanic. Um, <laughs> second of all, uh, no, I did not really like uh, Tyler. I thought he was very flat and very, um... And I, I get being socially awkward as a character, but you know who really does that well um, as a character with social awkwardness and very lacking in emotions? Brandon Palencia as Rey and Ayanami in the Evangelion Rebuild films. Um, there are ways to do, or like, um, is it Michelle Ruff who plays Yuki Nagato? Yes. Yep. Yeah, Michelle Ruff as Yuki Nagato is how you can do that. I also think that Kent, Kent also got fucked out of airtime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I think if he had more chance to be with Snossage, other than like literally like his entire interaction time with Snossage, they don't fucking say anything to each other. You know why though, right? Like, okay, we'll talk about Snossage when we get to her, but she is she's an idiot, and Kento is a genius. So well, no, it's like the reason why he didn't get any screen time in the anime is because there's zero drama in his route, and this anime yeah. is full of crazy drama, as yeah, we're about so to honestly, see as soon like, as Megan is done. Like, yeah, That's, I honestly okay. feel like that if the show would have let him have more screen time or maybe built in drama to expand it a little bit, mm-hmm. I feel like it would have been better. But I mean, it's it's. I would say he is the. The weakest of the boys, um, so, but it's not, it's not offensive, it's just kind of bland and blah. You don't want to, um, I, I you don't want to solve his Drake equation? I do That's not want to, I do not want to solve his quadratic equation. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I'll do it, though. Well, woohoo! <laughs> Have fun taking off the 27 belts. I will, Which he will then tie you to the bed with. I, I don't Ooh. care. Don't care. <laughs> I'm in. I'm well, in. speaking of speaking of capturing people and speaking of a lot of oh, drama. Oh my no. God! Is it time? It's the time. Oh God! Here we go. This Bail out. Is the Bail time out. you've time. all been waiting for, friends and fans? If you've you been, know this, why I'm called Queen like of the Cage, this is why. Right here, get your dub talk trivia buttons out. We're gonna talk <laughs> about Toma. He is the Diamond Boy, and uh, he mm. is voiced. 
by Mr. Christopher Ayers. Which is so fucking surprising to me. Uh, yeah. Oh so Chris- my god. Yeah. Christopher Ayers directs a lot of you know a lot of shows for Sentai, um, including mm-hmm. our favorite Diabolic More Blood. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Um, I feel like I should have watched that show before we went into yeah, this recording. Maybe. You don't need to watch Diabolic Lovers, Noah. You really you aren't missing anything. Are you? F- but you guys are no keep longer friends. It. We're no Actually, longer. Yeah, friends. you should kind of watch it if you hate yourself. There you go. All right, so. <laughs> Maybe Christopher Ayers has also voiced, and I'm gonna fuck this up because I don't watch Dragon Ball. Frieza, Frieza, he's Frieza, and Dragon Ball, and Dragon Ball Super. Um, Prince Soma Osman Kadar, which no clue that was him from the Black Butler franchise. Oh yeah, and uh, he also plays Duke Everlu in Fairy Tale. I was having problems finding roles that I knew him in. Um, so Toma is by far the best route. We made a little reference to this earlier, but goddamn, if David Wald would have played Toma, <laughs> would that have been fucking funny? Because then that would be three characters that he has played who are obsessed with fucking roofies. If you have not seen this oh, anime... Yeah, right. The guy from Diabolic Lovers, the dad from Go Sick. Yeah. Four. Oh. Because Captain Hardpants gets roofied. That's true. Oh, right. No, 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 no. no. Here's the funniest part. When we were talking to Noah a little bit earlier, he didn't fucking believe us that this cage shit was real until Oh, yeah. Time. Oh, God, read it. You got to read it. the tweets. Oh, God. I got, I got okay, it. Okay, let me find it. Let me find it. No, 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 right, you look it. for it. You look for it. Megan's and got I it. Just, it's my tweets. I, yeah, I just, well, I'm the one who's got her phone up fast. Yeah, Megan, so. Megan's got the news. Here we go. Noah posts a picture of Toma's face. I've got a good feeling about this. What a cutie! Is is he spiking her drinks? XD. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Rufies! Oh my god! <laughs> Fun police part two. Fun police junior. Yes! Welcome to the cage. Oh my god! You weren't joking. Oh, not the slightest. <laughs> This just, shit is just real. Just whoever's editing this, put up the picture. Yeah, no, cool. like I will send, I will send pictures for yeah. this. It literally is the screen cap of of Thomas sitting in front of her in this like little doggy cage. Yeah. That is not a dog cage. That is a oh, not tiger cage. You will pay for this, Gigi. Uh, emojis. Did you really think I was kidding? Oh, do your worst. What are you gonna do? Make me watch KJ Fifty? <laughs> worse, I'm gonna make you watch Kiss That Sis. Can't, that doesn't have a dub. But meanwhile, to go back to my tweets, because you missed them. Oh, God. Back up at the beginning, before, because I got to the cage before Toma, before Noah. Yep. Um, I just lived okay, there. So poor Kent got, got, Kent's the, got the shaft. My radar, da- my danger radar is going ding over Toma. Did did he not go get a change of clothes because he was, like, sleeping on the floor in, like, his normal outfit? Right. Toma, that's got to be uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, then they also go uh, shopping for overnight stuff. For oh, her, yeah. And they, like, go to a panty store. Toma is every straight man and me at a Victoria's Secret. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, that Ken, was the only sexy thing in the whole show. Was one shot the game shot has no drama. He's super rack. cute if you like nerds. If not, like me, pretty boring. Yeah, I got the good ending without cheating. Toma. Fuck Toma. Well, I'm assuming that's a good ending. Or should we say a happy ending? Get out. <laughs> I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. <laughs> this series is a pain. It's a good sign when you want to actively th- get your lead thrown off a cliff. It's not Snossage who needs to be thrown off a cliff, but Toma. Snossage Chan did nothing wrong. I'm pretty no, I'm pretty sure that she deserves to be thrown off the tallest cliff. That's the point. She doesn't do anything. 
Okay, she can stand to fight back. Is that a fucking cage? Okay, <laughs> at least Brocon, at least the go the Brocon guy semi-respected what's her nuts. At least Emma did stuff on her own. <laughs> this girl just takes marching orders from the next dude in a checkered outfit. Let that be a lesson. If nobody, if you don't care about yourself, nobody will. How is this Tomic, this Thomas shit getting worse? And at this point, by the way, I would like to point out that she is in like a little girlish looking like nightgown yep. yep. in the cage surrounded by like stuffed animals because he did not know what to buy her. She looks like a pedophile's wet dream. Oh, now she asks how she got in the whole accident. Uh, then Noah's going back. Like, why Why the fuck does this exist? Who in Japan thinks this is hot? I'm kink shaming. Kink shaming. No, it's Toma must die. Here's my thing. You can Here's have Toma's thing. Here's my thing. Okay. Maybe this is all messed up. That's the understatement of the century, Snobby. No, no, no. Here's my thing. Because remember, because I, I said this earlier, five years ago when I originally started the show, I liked Toma as a character. Toma was my best <laughs> boy until we <laughs> got to the fucking cage. What does that say? When we got to the cage, then Toma became my best boy. When we got to the cage, Toma was like, <laughs> yes. I was like, nope. I, fuck I am sorry. What the that fuck? That is when the show just went fucking south. Like, literally the first time I watched this, because I went in blindly, I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, are he, she, he, she is in a cage. Like, a legitimate fucking cage. <laughs> yep. And then I was playing the game, and like I said, I tried to get the bad end, because... I wanted to be in the fucking cage. So I could not get the bad end. My question is, where did he fucking find the cage? Where did he... How did you just, like... How he had you, it I mean, he had a lot of time to go to fucking PetSmart when he roofied her every <laughs> goddamn day. I roofied her by that at a PetSmart, Chi-Chi. But, like, literally, this guy looks like he's no older than 19. Like, do you... I mean, like, do you get Amazon to deliver <laughs> that to your door? No, no, Amazon no, Prime, no, motherfuckers, like, in two days or less. It's like... Making good it's use like, of that hundred dollars like, a month really, or hundred a year. It's such a jarring change in character because here's the thing: he's so like unassuming and he's Brotherly actually and nice. yes in the beginning, mm. and then you get to this, and it's like oh my god! But but to the credit of Christopher Ayers, this was the most surprising, and it's actually yeah no it was really good. and it's actually one of my favorite performances from the show. I'm not gonna really? lie. I'm, I am also favorite. with Lilac. I hated the shit out of it, but Chris Ayers was super it convincing. Was so good. I believe that he was this like 19 to 20 year old guy who walked down to his local Japanese Walmart chan, <laughs> bought a cage, dragged it back, and roofied in threw a girl in there. Yeah. And what's worse is Sausage fucking forgives him. Yes, that's the. That was the worst. The worst. That was the absolute. Sausage worst. is like, oh, it's okay because he, I love him and he loves me and he's just doing the right thing to protect me. No, <sighs> no, no, that is not no. okay. No, no. no Look, it no. is only okay if you are under consensual purposes and you have the key. Do not give the key to anybody <laughs> else. You girls whoever is inside the cage has the key no. girl boy whoever Here's non-binary like look bdsm is not something that we're king shaming like if you think yeah. that that's what we're king shaming here no we're not what i'm not king shaming anything the, the is, thing we're king we're, shaming we're, is the part part where there's like no consent to it yes you have yes, to consent yes, yes. Part up we're like, shaming Non-consensual imprisonment is kind of a felony, yes, guys. Is. My cage is a Toma cage of consent. Toma should have been fucking arrested for that shit. Because yeah. technically, uh, technically, he could be arrested for kidnapping, drug he, use. He, he should be getting the sausage like, up the arse himself. And like held, holding, holding someone against their fucking will. Like 
He could have. He would have. He should have gone to fucking jail for all those charges. But here we are. Yeah, like sausage. What the? And fuck? I mean, like when the cops came because they obviously some police should have come if he fucking takes her to the hospital because she fucking skins her knee and her elbow. What did the what, what? I mean, like the whole thing is so fucking trash, which is why that's when I fell in love with amnesia, right there. Because of course you would. Of course I you would. Are of the course trash I would. Queen. I am the trash queen, but like I am the queen of this cage of Thomas Cage specifically, and I hate to say this, but I did not like this performance. Oh my god! Wow. What? I was really disappointed in it no. because. I just I'm wanted sorry. him to be more menacing when he locked her in the cage. I wanted him mm. to lose his fucking shit and be like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore, but I have to put you in there. You have to understand me. You have to believe me. I wanted him to be more creepy and more menacing because once you lose your shit, that's how you're going to be. And then I did like it, however, when she finds the diary at, towards the end of his route and she was like you know I loved you because you're my childhood friend and he like was basically about to like grab her and caveman style her over his shoulder take her back and put her in the cage and then he like paused and he was like oh shit hmm. like shit I just fucked I fucked up shit got real do you still love me and that's when I really liked Toma like I think Toma Chris Ayers voicing Toma did a good job in like on soft Toma yeah. Not crazy Toma. He, and he, because ooh. I like crazy Toma. And if you get the bad, bad end in the game, Toma gonna give you roofies every day, put a dog collar on you, and legitimately chain you to the bars in that cage. And I will insert that CG right here, even though I'm not editing this episode. <laughs> oh, the Lord. CG that made the world go round that I had to cheat to get because <laughs> I kept fucking dying in the fucking well. Um, but... I was like waiting for that crazy Toma moment and it never <laughs> came. Like here, here, so that so here's the thing. I actually find that, that him being like so soft and like not over the top hammy actually makes it creepier. Yeah. Mm. Like my, my thing is with it is one. I never expected Chris Harris to, to voice a fucking Bishi character. One. <laughs> <laughs> but, well. but two, it's, the thing you gotta remember is if you put yourself in Toma's mindset, he thinks he knows what's best for the heroine. This is what he thinks is what's best. I think that he th it came off as a genuine thing. Like, genuinely, I feel that Chris Harris is like, I have to protect her. I have to save her from all these girls. This is the only thing I could think of. She's not listening to me. What am I supposed to do? I have to do this and this and this and this. She has to stay here. I could feel it. It was rather genuine to me that whole time. It didn't have to be crazy creepy. I want it crazy. I know you want it crazy creepy, <laughs> but I enjoyed genuine. Like, genuine feelings. Mm -hmm. Like... And I mean, the like, in the thing we're going to talk about in the next segment. Oh, boy. Like, no, I wanted I wanted that here. And I no, didn't get it. Well, I'm fine. But that's because. That's because the next character is fucking crazy. I love Toma's route. <laughs> Toma's route's my favorite route. And I was just 
waiting for the crazy to drop and it didn't. So I was disappointed in that because it was so crazy. Like the first time you watch it in the Japanese and you just have this, what the fuck is happening right. moment. And I did. And, and I know why it was coming and I knew it was coming and you know, it's coming in the game. Like we were standing in a line at Yomacon and I was like, this is it guys. This is it. We're going in the cage. We're going in the cage. Cause I had nothing else to do at fucking Yomacon in a line. Yeah. So I was like, Oh my God. But like, I was like waiting for it. And like, I got it in the game, even though I knew it was coming. I got it the first time I watched the anime, but I just, I didn't get that moment in the dub and I was just sad for it. But everything that you're saying is also right. That it is very genuine, that he yes. wants to protect her. That like when he's soft Toma, he's good soft Toma. But at some points I also thought Toma sounded kind of drunk. I don't know. Eh. That's just me. Nah. But I'm not, I'm not done really. with my tiny my tiny ride on the salt train. Um, Megan and Noah. Somebody. Else. I said I was good with it. You're good, Noah. All right. Okay. Um. So if I'm gonna have to pick one least favorite performance in this whole group, it would have to be Chris <gasps> Ayers because. Oh yeah. My God, okay. Okay, so uh, my first impressions were not good to begin with because um, in the first two episodes, the whole cast is together uh, on equal grounds with each other. And in those first episodes where they go on their trip or uh, he's just having a discussion, he sounds too old. Like He's got way too much age in his voice and he's got a very meh performance to it. it. It kind of sounded almost like this was dialogue from a different show that had been transplanted onto a completely different character. Mm. So I didn't quite like that. Okay, but then when we jumped into his actual arc, um, now I'm going to agree that uh, if he had gone over the top hammy, that that probably would have killed the sincerity right. of it. But the problem is that I, I despise this character very much because he is the most controlling asshole of them all. I, I don't get sincere... I want what's best for my uh, my childhood friend because he has a specific line where he says to her, you're really no good on your own. That is toxic male masculinity at its worst. The idea that uh, like I need to protect this woman because she's kind of an idiot and I, I, if I can't control everything she's doing, I can't you know keep her safe all the time, then I may as well just lock her up in a cage. Because that's better for her, right? Like, that makes me feel better. So, yeah, Chris's performance in this was just the most meh of the of the lead males that we'll talk okay. about. It, nothing could really salvage that, even in the like the more intense scenes. And I was already ruined for feeling any in, uh, sincerity in, like, oh, he actually cares for her. I'm like, bullshit, he cares for her. This guy needs to be, like, taking an anger management class, needs to have his balls tripped off. He needs off. to go to fucking jail. That's and, the and thing, the, the he very needs to go to fucking jail. <laughs> but wouldn't it have been good if David Wald played him? I uh, I don't no. have the obsession. With I, I can, if if but, you're looking for the crazy like I am, no, I feel he'd still I, sound too like old if though. I, if I were to put David Wald anywhere, I put him as Kent. I would well, actually get, put David Wald as Kent too, but I want well, him to be crazy. We Damn do it. get crazy in a different role. Who um, maybe we could uh, transition <laughs> over to. <laughs> we do, we do, we do get some crazy. You know, you know. You like to stick your dick in crazy? Well, then you'll like Ukio, who is yeah, the Joker boy. of our of our group. He is okay. The, so that was what his he uh, yeah, yep his he's card the card symbol was. His card symbol is the Joker. Um, he is the secret character you cannot play in the game until you beat everybody else. So you can't fuck Ukio until you fuck everybody else. 
So, Ukio has split personalities. Surprise! Yes. Surprise, friends. You may think he's soft, but then, no, it was I, Ukio. <laughs> so, Ukio is played wow, by... Wow, that was very, very, very depressingly sad. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ukio is played by Patrick Poole. And I remember talking in the My Love Story episode, he played Oda there, that I wanted to hear him play this role very badly because I loved him in My Love Story and I wanted to see, I wanted to see what he could do. He also plays Shiro Emya in the Fate Khalid series and he plays Suzuki in Gotcha Man Crowd's Insight. So you got plain old Ukiyo, soft Ukiyo. Then you got bitch stick your dick and crazy Ukio. Yes. Um so I'm gonna I, go first. Yes, go. First of all, one poor air poor uh, Andrew has just got to episode nine of Devil Man Crybaby, so that's gonna be me in a couple hours. So if I start crying on my Twitter, um if you saw me crying on my Twitter on the night we recorded this, that's why. Uh so let me go up to where I start talking about Ukio in our group chat. Oh no. Um <laughs> Best reactions. Okay, look, tall, long, and crazy may be crazy, but he's cool for right now. Checkerboard, yes. He's cute and notably less psycho than the other boys. Up until uh, uh, this is gonna get. No, this is. Okay. Uh, See, every. When we got to that part in the chat, no, uh, Gigi was like, okay, here's where the show goes to shit. Yep. In my mind, Ukiyo's arc is the best part of the show. Yes. Um. Like uh, Megan's OTP is real there. fast. Nothing is cute. Nothing is cute and pure except for Kent. Twenty-seven belts. Snossage at Yukio <laughs> OTP. Snossage why? Because she makes the boys howl and she's got the agency of a dog treat. Ushio's voice is trash, but it's really fucking funny. <laughs> um, I think that soft Ukio was a little bit bland and blah. But Crazy Ukiyo was fun. Um, I loved Crazy Ukiyo. Just, okay, also when he gets robbed, uh, I had to put the slime down. Just hand us the wallet, hot pants. Snossage, you fucking <laughs> moron. That was What's adorable. that, Orion? Snossage fell down the well. God damn it. This bitch is dumber than Alba and Yui combined. So is Ukiyo your daddy, King Crow? Amnesia, as the moon, I want to drink my sorrows away. Because <laughs> at one point he's like, look up at the moon, it's so beautiful. And if you yeah. don't know anything in Japan, the phrase, um, as the moon's so beautiful, is like something akin to I love you. Yep. If you know, if you watch Tsukigakure, yes. Okay. Thanks, Tsukigakure. Yes. I guess Ukio wants a smoked sausage. Oh, <laughs> 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 the building was on fire. One. Little sausage must die. Crazy Ukio has a point. Because I think the line says, this little bitch has, like, this little, sh- what the shit? I have to scroll down to find the line, to find it. Uh, the exact line is, you pathetic piece of shit. How many times has this little bitch made you taste the pain of death? Because he keeps fighting himself to keep Snossage alive. Yep. That's the best line um, in the entire anime. Crazy Ukiyo, yeah, it is the best line. You know what? The Ukiyo arc is kind of great. It's like shitty shoujo Final Destination. <laughs> Snossage, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Hash, uh, all caps, I'm dumb, but I also sent a text message to Gigi and Lilac because I didn't want to spoil things for Noah. Um, he stabbed himself in the heart. Yep. How is he not dead? Here <laughs> comes the magic Otome bullshit. 
And then when uh, she's getting her memories back, R.I.P. Orion in his parachute pants. Um, yeah. No, I loved crazy ass Ukio. He this... was great. Like, I literally think that with some better direction or like getting into the show, I think Patrick could have made Ukio's like really fucking good. Like Chris Ayers to me, he was. Not the best, but he was also not the worst, but he made Crazy Ukiyo the most fun. Crazy Ukiyo yeah. by far was the most fun character in this anime. Honestly, it's let's admit yes. <laughs> I, uh, by the way, when I said Little Snossage Must Die, it's because I was thinking John Tucker Must Die, or like whatever the fuck that movie is. <laughs> that, that is, is exactly, exactly what it's it called. Yep. Thank you for reminding us of that movie that all of us had forgotten about. Yeah, right. The movie that I have not seen before. It's all right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's fine. You don't have to. Cool. Good to know. <laughs> so, like, I'm kind of torn on Ukiyo because, like, I really loved soft Ukiyo. Like, the good Ukiyo, I, I would fall in love. Soft, soft. I, I would fall in love with soft Ukiyo. I thought he was super smooth and super sweet. And it was the thing in my love story that I wanted to see more of, which I did in soft Ukiyo. It's too bad soft Yay. Ukiyo barely does anything in here. Um, but then when he went to Crazy Ukiyo, I liked it, but it also sounded like a Vic Mignogna impression. Ooh, shit. Wow. Okay. I'm, not, I'm, assuming that's not I'm good... not saying that to be bad. I'm saying his voice, the tone of his voice sounded oh, okay. exactly like Vic Mignogna. Okay. I thought it was crazy and over the top, which is exactly what I wanted for fucking crazy as Ukiyo because... Uh, in the arc before, Ukiyo throws the bitch off the roof of the hospital. <laughs> I love that so much. And that's the bad end in Kent's route. But I was just kind of like, okay, like this is exactly what I wanted, but why does he sound like Vic Mignogna? I don't understand. <laughs> um, it was creepy enough. It was leagues above any other creepy part. He blew my non-existent creepy Toma that I wanted out of the water. Yes. Um, and I wish he were in more things that I actually watch because playing the, one of the few boys in the fate Khalid series, like doesn't seem like a fun time for me to sit through, but I'd like to hear Patrick pool more. And like, he was one of the standouts for me other than Blake, who is my Lord and savior. I get on my knees every night. Whoa. Um, but oh, he, me he, to church. <laughs> take me to church. He was the other standout performance to me in here. And it's very hard to be a schizophrenic fucking character, and I think he did it to the best of his ability. Cool. You know, Gigi, I, I wish you would have, uh, you know, told us more about this before Christmas, because I could have bought you some knee pads as a Christmas present. <laughs> well, my birthday's on May 30th. Wink. Okay. Wink. I really had... Okay, I gotta admit, um, I'm not gonna be fair on an analysis of Patrick, because by the time he was a central focus of the show, I'd kind of stopped caring about the acting and the and the dub at that point. Oh. All I really had was, um, I only had one note on my piece of paper, and that was, um, what I, I, I just wrote the word, mother, because that's <laughs> my reaction. When, I, I think it was when he threw her off the, uh, threw her off the, the hospital room. Now I'm had that free! Crazy ass look on his face. <laughs> free It was awful, but it was so damn funny. <laughs> now to uh, to give him uh, to give Patrick fair credit where credit is due, um, he he does not have uh, anything that he says that I thought was uh, performed badly. 
and he definitely brings the crazy to the bipolar nature of uh, his character. Um, I, I, I you, you were talking before about how you thought that Shin was supposed to be the Sundari character. Honestly, I think Yukio is like the literal embodiment of what of a male Sundari would be. You know, literal sweet and you know dairy dairy at the same time. So um, yeah, I don't really have anything good or bad to say about it except that um, make it the central point of the end of the series. He did a good job. And, um, yeah, I, I do hope that we hear him in some more stuff coming up. Stephanie, bring us home. Uh, Patrick Poole was, a, was another surprise to me alongside Christopher Ayers. But, um, I actually liked the performance in general. I know some people, some of us were like, I like the crazy one more than the soft one, but I like all of it, honestly. I mean, again, going back to what I said earlier, I don't have a lot of bad things to say about the dub. <laughs> because it makes the show itself more tolerable, so I'm okay with it. Dang it, Lalek, why you gotta be the nice one in the group? Because <laughs> someone has to around here. God damn. Um, but no, because um, this is, I think, the second time I've ever heard about heard of Patrick Poole in a role before, and to be fair, this predates Diabolic Lovers, of course. But, um, it was very interesting because I got to hear more of him and got to be more acquainted with his range a little bit more because he does have to play those two different sides. And I I found it rather, each side rather believable. Though Crazy Yukio like everybody else, is fun as all hell. <laughs> um, but I did enjoy the softer side too because he's he's looking out for the girl that he really I, he I loves. wanted them to get together like yeah. I believe them as a couple more than anybody else yeah me too he like he loves her so much he 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 made a wish to travel to any single timeline that she's in to try and save her like I wish the show itself was just straight that story because yeah, that would have been. A it good would have show. been a good show because that relationship was so believable to me, and Patrick played that. Patrick performed that rather well, and I loved it. And having his, I'm gonna call it his evil half, uh, essentially be the antagonist of this in a sense. It's it's obviously makes a very interesting and fun dynamic, and especially for Patrick because he has to play those two sides and that dual personality. Mm-hmm. It was, it's it's a very interesting performance, and I really enjoyed the entire thing, honestly. And I I will agree that heroin x ukiyo OTP, like I will agree with that <laughs> statement. That is the ship I support, and it is sailing as we yeah, speak. Yeah, she better pick that fucking Joker card. Yes, at the end. Please. Yeah, right. Well, it- well, there's uh, a no, reason not- that you have to beat everybody else before you can get to Ukio, because Ukio is supposed to be the true end. Just like in Code Realize, you have to beat everybody before else before you get to Lupin, because Lupin's supposed to be the true end. Makes sense. But yeah, I thought the I true agree. end was supposed to be Finnis, but then again, in his words, nobody will love him because he's trash. But I love you, Finnis. I love you too, Finnis. It's okay. We love you, baby. Finis Somebody protect- put that screen cap up. We love Finis you. Finnis protection We love you, baby. We love you, Finnis, BB. <laughs> But um yeah, I All right, it. before before yeah. we get too off track, 
Let's talk about our last character. Oh, that should be quick. <laughs> Miss Snossage herself. Snossage! The heroine. <laughs> please, please let whoever's editing this have the word heroine crossed out and Snossage written in. No! <laughs> With please. the picture no. of the box. Uh, Gigi, you have to explain to, to us, because maybe some people here don't play video games at all. Why doesn't she have a name in this show? Heroine does not have a name because when you play the game, you put your name in there. So it makes it like you are the heroine. So when so I play the- Amnesia, I put mm-hmm. in Gigi. So every time the boys are talking, they're talking to Gigi. They're talking to me. They're not talking to some random girl. They're talking to me. So right, it's all on-screen text only with like bleeps and bloops for the audio, right? No, it's fully dubbed in Japanese with subtitles. So they recorded voice actors saying every name on the planet? Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, they call her Kimi, which is basically Hey You. Oh, okay. So, oh, they and just... they do that They do that in the anime, too. They say Hey You yeah, a lot or like... To avoid like they, whatever. They, were, yeah. they, they intentionally write dialogue so that they don't have to say a physical name. Right. Yeah, right. So, um, Snossage Chan is played by Maggie Flecknow. Surprise, surprise. Surprise. If you've listened to this podcast, you know that Maggie Flecknow plays Yui in Diabolic Lovers. She's also what a worse might... character in Monster Musume, Meru. Oh what you, I don't what know you about might that. Not I like know... <laughs> What you might not know is that Maggie Flecknow also plays Minigasake, who is the very first person who has a foodgasm in Food mm. Wars who tries to take over Soma's cafe. I forgot about that. She also plays, remember how I said this was going to come back? Rachel in Red Garden. Oh, yeah. So Sawa, who plays Rachel's mom. Ah. Okay. You're saying that two actors who are in a Houston dub are now in a Houston Houston dub? dub? (laughs) Yeah. What are the odds? One of them plays the other one's mom. Um, So I wasn't on the Food Wars episode, but um, when I watched this dub, um, Minigasake was like the best performance I've ever heard Maggie Flecknow do. Why the hell couldn't she make porno noises for Yui? Because she would have been fucking great at it. Um, So like, and here's my thing with her here. This was, I believe, recorded before Diabolic Lovers. Yeah, it had to have been. Probably. Heroine and Yui are very similar in a lot of different ways except that heroin is slightly less submissive. She don't know what the fuck going on, uh, so how can she be submissive? She All right, passive, incarnate. Well, okay, but here's my thing. I did not get the same... Uh, What's the word I want? Fuck. Vibe, feeling... Yes, I did not get this... I did not get the same vibe... From Maggie playing heroine as I did from Mer- Maggie playing Yui, which are two similar characters. I actually believed her more here than I did in Diabolic Lovers. I actually have to agree which is, with you on that. Which is why I gave her shit for playing Yui the way she played Yui because I didn't believe she was scared. I didn't believe that she was in trouble. I didn't believe that she did not want to be there. And I also didn't believe that she did want to be there. However, here I got her fucking irritation. Ooh, bitch was mad. Like when she didn't know where she was, like she was like confused. And I was like, I believe that you're confused. When she like was getting pissed off at, um, fuck, who is she getting pissed off at? I think it was Shin. 
And I believed her there. Like, I just, I think she sounds her best when she's irritated, whenever she's having an inner monologue, or whenever she's talking to Orion. Like, when she's talking to people other than the boys, she sounds fantastic. Her her conversations with the boys are mostly, yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. But that's the fault of the script and the way the Japanese was written. So you can't really, mm-hmm. I mean, in the game, you basically say nothing constantly. Um, and in the outtakes and the diary entries, <laughs> okay. she was very, very funny. So I think other than the porno voice in Food Wars, this is my favorite Mar- Maggie Flecno performance okay. I've heard. That's Why are you laughing, you Noah? that one because that character does not come back ever again. The porno voice? In Food Wars, yeah. I'm sad. She was really good there. Speaking of um, uh, this character, who uh, we will not refer to as Snossage for the rest of the episode. <laughs> no! I'm keeping my bit. Go ahead, but we're none of us are also going to do it. I thought it was kind of interesting that um, you really uh, you bought the emotions out of uh, Maggie's performance. Um I thought Maggie did a great job in this. I could not have directed or uh, told someone to perform this role any better because this character is a complete idiot. It's like completely unable to make decisions on her own. Okay, like I'm watching this and I'm thinking, you know, I too have had the little thought of experiment of what would I be like if I woke up without my memories? Like what would, uh, but I still had like my personality intact. What would I do to try to regain my memories? That's the problem is that she has no personality. And I mean, like, literally, like you were saying, Gigi, all of her dialogue is basically, I, uh, like, her favorite line is basically saying, I, uh, dot, 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 <laughs> because she can't answer anything, because she's trying to hide from all of the characters the fact that she doesn't remember anything. She's too embarrassed to say, yeah, okay, before we go any further here, I should probably admit to you, I don't remember anything, so if you're going to try to, like, pretend to be my boyfriend or... Uh, tell me that I know how to make a parfait or try to, uh, you know, convince me that I am the goddamn Batman or whatever, I would believe you because I don't remember anything. So, yeah, this, uh, but she's got, okay, the important things for Maggie is that she has the right pitch, she's got the right inflection. Um, it sounds a tiny bit older than I'm used to uh, anime uh, teenage girls being voiced at. But she is in uh, college, and she's also... This is an Otome adaptation. It's not supposed to be a Moe series, and it's not supposed to be a high school dramedy. She's supposed to actually be someone who's, like, gone through puberty. So a slightly lower register because she's slightly older did not faze me too much. Um, I, I do hate the character's uh, passivity to a huge degree, but we're only here to talk about the performance. And honestly, for a character who has no character... I'll give full props to Maggie for consistently doing the whole acting really well. I have to. Oh no, I'm done. I'm good. I was like, I, I'm I, good. I know I have to kind of agree with Gigi. I actually like her Maggie's performance here as the heroine compared to her as Yui, because despite, mm. despite the heroine being, pro- character-wise, possibly an even flatter piece of driftwood compared to Yui. I was waiting for it. You know it had to happen. Um, Maggie gave a lot more emotion. To be fair, it was what I say. It was extremely soft-spoken, like maybe more so than Yui was, but 
that's more a fault of the character, honestly, than Maggie. And mm-hmm. even then, I can see a lot more range, emotional range in her performance as the heroine than I did with Yui. It's really weird. <laughs> but it's true. Right? Like, even even because this show, this dub predates Diabolical Lovers 2. You, so in that regard, you would think that her portrayal of Yui would be better, but not. Um, but yeah, like, between the two roles, I actually really liked her as the heroine here. It's not, obviously, it's not one of my favorite performances of the show. There are some small, there are some small issues, mostly because she, the heroine is so soft-spoken, and she just kind of takes everything easily and in stride, but... That's more the character's fault, but I actually think that Maggie did show a bit more emotion for this character, and I did actually enjoy the performance here. Uh. <laughs> you can disagree all, right, all you want. Hold on a second. We've got the key. All right. I'm going to let you out of the cage for just a bit. Go have your romp. It's a lot better than I would have expected her to be. Um, I still don't think it's, like, super, super good. Um. Yeah, I'll agree. It's, it, it's, I, 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 again, it's, how much can you do, how much can you do with a character this awful? Like, like, legitimately, she has no personality. She's very dull. I will, I will admit that it is better than Yui. It's still not the super best. Um. I think it could do some work. However, I'm not going to blame Maggie. It's not the worst in the show. I will admit that she does actually show some emotions. Yeah. Besides just, um, you know, uh, oh. Passive. Yeah. Yeah. I like when she gets annoyed. And I think that Gigi was right when she's talking to Orion. It's the best. But um, that's all I've got to say. I'll admit that there there is a little emotion when she she tends to get a little sarcastic at some points. Like, yeah. I think at one point she says that was supposed to be a joke. I don't remember who she was talking about, but th- there mm-hmm. are like bouts of uh, slight sarcasm in there. But it doesn't break the character's personality. Like it still sounds like the same character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Maggie definitely knows that heroin is a piece of fucking driftwood because in the in in the the diary entries i looked for it on youtube so i could show it to you guys and it's not up anywhere like you kind of have to buy the blu-ray for it i'm gonna see if i can rip it i'm gonna have to rip it for you guys or something but it is fucking hysterical like her performance in that is better than her performance in the show (laughs) but i think her performance i have to compare it to yui and it's just so much better than yui is yeah um that being said, um, let's talk some quick final thoughts so you guys can get on with your Valentine's Day dates. This dub is not good. This is probably one of the worst Sentai dubs I've heard. Like, it's bad. It doesn't have a lot going for it. It's probably on the same tier of Dramatical Murder. Like, I prefer Dramatical Murder a little bit more because I like the show a little bit more and I think it has promise. Um... I think that there are some good performances. There's some stuff that I think could be shaped up. I really, really do question why Sentai, in a time where they weren't dubbing a lot of things, chose to dub this over other shows. 
Um, yeah. Udupri. Oh, what? Sorry. Where? Where is our humanity? I said yeah, Udupri. Udupri. Yeah, seriously. Why the fuck did you dub this and not Utano Prinsama? Like that would have, like, True legitimately, facts. I would actually watch Udupri. I would actually take the chance to get into Udupri if it had a dub over this. Like, I feel like I wasted like eight, like four hours of my day watching this show. Um, I also want to say that because somebody had said on um, our anime dubs on the Discord that I didn't call this out with Monmusu, um, this show is also, as much as it is marketed towards women, the Tomorrow is fucking awful sexist garbage um, for both sides. Not only saying that all that girls, you should forgive the guy who throws you in a cage and roofies you, but also to guys that say like, if you want to be a good boyfriend, you've got to roofie and cage your girl. Like, <laughs> fuck that shit. Um, it, this show itself is just. I'm sorry, GD. The, the visual novel is probably perfectly fine uh, if you're into it, but the show in this. The show is garbage. The show is, it is no. The it's show is awful. garbage. It, it's, it's garbage. It, I don't the think visual we're novel, I'm assuming, that. is better. But I feel like even as a visual novel, like as somebody who's played Dramatical Murders visual novel, I know it's not an Otome game, but it's like the one I've played. Like I feel like even that is better because Alba has a fucking personality, and I know that you're supposed to be self inserting yourself into like games. Like, it's this is just bad. I'm sorry. It's bad. It's, it doesn't make me, as an advertisement, want to go out and buy Code Realize. Not Code Realize. Wow! <laughs> God, I hope it doesn't. Whoops. I do want to actually buy... Here's the thing, and I'll say this. Code Realize, I the bought anime, Code Realize. makes me want to go buy Code Realize the anime, even though my Vita is not working right now. But, like, but like it makes yes. me want to... I don't even have a PS4, it makes, and I bought Code It makes Realize. me want to play something other than this. Yeah, no, it does not make me, like, even even if it was in America, like, I would kind of take the chance to buy Dial Lovers just to say I've played it, but, like, this does not make me want to go out and buy Amnesia. This makes me want to... It makes me want to have Amnesia! <laughs> I was waiting for it! Sausage right, Chan deserves better. Go. I'll go next, because I'm going to keep mine short and sweet to the point. Like I've been saying for like the entire time, this dub actually makes the show moderately tolerable to me. I didn't have many issues. I didn't have many I didn't, problems with it, or I didn't see too too many flaws. There are pieces that were there are pieces and areas that were kind of that were weak in some points, but overall, cons considering I have seen the show itself before, watching it with the dub was actually decent and tolerable and okay and I didn't have many issues with the dub honestly and right now don't mind me I'm stupid guess what I downloaded on my phone amnesia yes nice. do you pay 30 so bucks I'm playing for that it? right now no I, I downloaded there's a free version on Android oh I bought the so I download I bought I downloaded it that on my are you phone. sure that I downloaded it on my phone and currently Orion is helping me search my room leave me alone <laughs> I'm like, why the fuck not? We've I lost her. Who did you pick? Did you pick Shin or did you pick Ken? Gee, I wonder Jiggling who Pop. I picked. <laughs> she, she picked. She picked the Waka <laughs> route. The wa I wish there were a Waka <laughs> route. Noah, no, I, give I, me I'm your give me your straight man perspective. Honestly, this series kind of fascinates me. Uh, when I first heard about the premise of this when it first started airing back in 2013, 
uh, it kind of struck me as a thing like, you know what, I'd kind of want to watch that. Because the idea of taking a visual novel, adapting at least part of all the routes, and having the character sort of like relive the same time period so she can do all the routes, kind of struck me as an interesting adaptation, you should never ever do this. And as we've seen with this adaptation, that turned out to be true because it not only makes the main character really passive and stupid and also denotes the necess necessity for Orion, but it also doesn't give the dub actors a lot of good stuff to work with. Like, if we... I guess um, the good thing is that they did not stretch this to a 24-episode series and try to give the full arc for every character because that would have probably been kind of insufferable, whereas this is short and sweet and to the point. And all, yeah, all the dub actors were probably just not really well directed. There wasn't the passion for this that there are in some other romance games. It, like, that's the biggest condemnation I can say of this is that it's not very romantic. And I'm not sure if the game itself cranked anybody's gears or anything in terms of actually being romantic, but just coming at this from a straight hetero uh uh, evil penis haver this just does not do anything for me in the romance department <laughs> but it does fascinate me in the sense that there's silly stuff that happens and i am glad that we did watch it so we could at least make fun of it and well i started this by saying that this is my least favorite reverse harem slash otome adaptation of all time i stand by this fact but i really wanted to do this episode number one so we could listen to and talk about other Sentai voice actors that we have heard little bits and pieces of, but here we maybe got to hear them do something different. Um, so I'm not sad that we did that. Um, I am sad because I kind of wanted the dub to elevate this show to a different level that I wouldn't hate it as much. Um, and while I don't know if it was the dub or it was the fact that I've played three out of five routes in the game, that made the second time I've watched this a little more tolerable. It's still the worst fucking reverse harem ever made. I'm not going to change that. Um, but, you know, it's Valentine's Day. And I take everybody into the Fujo dungeon on Valentine's Day into the cage with me. And I just wanted to spread a little bit of love. And I was feeling a little bit sadistic. And I just wanted everyone make, to hurt like me. Can I make a suggestion Every for next year? Every single year. Hakuoki? No, can you get new victims? I was going to vote that next year, year we actually dungeon. do a good romance show. I mean, if we stick but to the same group. there aren't very many. No, I mean, I think it would be fun if Gigi just ropes in some of she the other guys and torments day. them for a change. She can do that on white day. No, I'm not allowed not to do White Day. Yeah, that's kind of Remember? the guys' thing. Like, we, oh, we've already true. picked... Yeah, the girls... Yeah. I vote that next year we do a, a good, wholesome show. But where's the trash in that? That's why I vote that you no, get no, 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 other no, 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 people no. Or, to do or trash. Or nobody else trash. will do this with me because nobody <laughs> likes me. Aw, that's not true. Like well, we're gonna we're God. gonna force them. Now, they will have hold on, no hold. choice. That's bullshit. Look, the Fujo Dungeon bullshit. is invitational. Commenters, commenters, if you've gotten this far into the episode, post in the bottom that you love Gigi and that you are so glad that she dragged us into this dungeon and, and that, that you, you hope like that she has a great Valentine's Day now and every Valentine's Day until the end of time. And that she, that's why you're my and favorite. That, and that she gets a really hot guy with a really nice dick. <laughs> <laughs>
Thanks, fam. Anyone. So that's what women right. want. You know that's a blessing. If anybody in the world deserves a good boyfriend, it's you and Steph. Aww. Wait, do they have to I share? I have to learn how to, like, Aww. vanilla... F- no, Steph doesn't yes, share. Yes, you do. We've had that conversation before. I don't share. <laughs> she doesn't share. She no. boys and doesn't share. I don't share. We- we do high fivesies over I him. I like my nerds and my intellectuals, and I'm terrible at sharing. I mean, okay. I do like nerds. Like, I have dated nerds. If you would like to put yourself through this torture, maybe you'll see, you'll think it's so bad it's good, or you liked us talking about this for enough time that you want to check out exactly what we're seeing. If you haven't seen this before, you can watch the dub of amnesia on high dive streaming. High dive right now is $4 a month until they get out of beta. They still don't have a Roku channel, so you can watch it on your what phone I- though. They don't have a PS. So yeah, they have a new app. They have like iPhone mm-hmm. and Android apps now, but they don't have Roku Although I, no Roku, let a Roku app happen they I do, Roku. however, no one feature of the uh, of the app is that you can connect it to an Apple TV if you have one. There's an option to um, just uh, hit the have. icon; it'll Look, project onto your Apple t- uh, TV. I I ain't that rich, no a clue, duh. <laughs> Uh, but uh, you can watch it there. You can also buy it on Blu-ray or DVD if they still have it on DVD because Sentai is phasing out all of their DVDs. Um, maybe it's worth your $3 if you don't want to pay the $4 a month on High Dive. The world may never know. If you'd like to follow us on Dub Talk, you totally can do it on YouTube at Dub Talk. And uh, you can listen to our weekly podcast about english dubs and all this kind of stuff and it's super fun you can also follow us on twitter at dub talk podcast on instagram at dub talk podcast probably tumblr that nobody updates um and i think that's all we have at the moment Mm. at the moment yes but there's at least one thing that lilac has been working on behind the scenes <laughs> we have surprises, friends. We have plans. We have surprises, and it's, it's we are no, buying it's a blimp. It's not me putting roofies in your coffee <laughs> so that you'll stay in the cage and listen God to our podcast twenty four hours no. a day. No, we're not trying to torment our listeners. Stop. If you want to hang out with us in our crazy, crazy times that we have on the internet, uh, you can follow Noah at Noah Clue on Twitter. You can follow Steph at Lilac Anime Review. Review spelled R-E-V-U-E. You can follow yes. Megan at Queenira2. That's Queenira with the number two. And you can follow me at Anime Palooza. I also have a YouTube channel at Anime Palooza where I talk about more trash like Amnesia and I unbox a lot of hot boy figures because this anime, while I do love Hot Topic Rejects, um, I don't have any amnesia figures. I wonder why they never made any. They didn't have oh, enough well. belts. Yeah, right. The belts would be way too expensive to sculpt. 27 Honestly, of them on Ken's alone. The Jesus fucking Christ. They're really, really. Oh my god, that one of them I really want. It's like yeah. $225 and it is gorgeous. Right, I'm surprised that none of you. I, want I don't him. care. I'm just playing amnesia right now because I'm, I'm surprised stupid. none of you mentioned <laughs> that. So has... Steph is. I'm morbidly. Cu- I'm morbidly curious about the game now. So I'm I'm surprised that sh- you did not mention. <laughs> none of you mentioned that Shin has two dog collars, not one. Two dog collars. What? No one. See, so I was, was too distracted see, so by the two different color shoes. Mm. There you go. There you go. She's what? a good puppy. So she's a good doggo. Is... She's. A, she's a good doggo. She's a papa. 
No, we're not oh bringing that back for fucking Kusabi. <laughs> I'm bringing it into this house on the day of your daughter's wedding. Yes. All right. So I hope you guys have a wonderful and happy and love-filled Valentine's Day. May you get all your chocolate or may you give it to the person that you love the most. As always, we love you the most enough to torture you with amnesia on Valentine's Day. Anyway, that's all from us for right now. Um, so keep your belts buckled and your snossages in a vacuum sealed pack. Night, everybody. Love your faces. <laughs> what the actual fuck are you <laughs> howling for? Mommy. Don't forget, discount chocolate day is best day. Uh, good night, everyone. Aloha. My friends. Shut the fuck right, up, Megan. I'm sending you, you outside. Megan here. I was actually going to make a joke that this show should be like old yeller and we need to take it out behind the barn and shoot it <laughs> oh my god and that's the Stop end of it. the episode <laughs> <laughs>